Jim Rock. Jimmy Juice Podcast, man. Let's go, let's go. Figgy Fee, best in the world, that's what he do, know what I'm talking about. Ryan Rock, born and raised in the age time. Houston, Texas, know what I'm saying? Let's go. Let's go in the jacuzzi, smoking threats. I got my feet up. Uh, cut them haters off. I told them beat it. I don't need you. Spin 50 racks in cash, but it's all good. I got my visa. This rolling got them staring at me like the Mona Lisa. My ghetto, nine cases. I beat it like a crease. She always like my sneakers. These joy and five pink aces. Let's go. I'm knocking them down, baby, back in the row. He really the one. They already know. So I don't know my chains go put on the show. No jeans, with my juice. Calling the beers, addicted to ends. Need it back in on whatever I do. We get it in on the day. I get it rocking like this with the A. We be a ten toe down on the pay. What's up? We about to see what they say. Rockin' gym, vipping juice. Rockin' gym, vipping juice. Rockin' gym, vipping juice. Rockin' gym, vipping juice. Let's go. Gym, vipping juice. Rockin' gym, vipping juice. Rockin' gym, vipping juice. Rockin' gym, vipping juice. So let's go. Lying around playing Eminem, your car, you and y'all lady. Oh, yeah, back at it. Yeah, yeah, we back at it, man. Had to had to tear up a little bit because I saw a big pokey in that sitting sideways video during the intro. Oh, yeah, yeah, just reminded me, man, that we lost to H Town legend this past weekend. Um, big pokey, of course, it unfortunately passed away at the age of 45. Um, this H Town legend, man. It was just sad news. I remember waking up to it. I was like, yeah, it, it was just sad, man. It was yeah. Uh, th- thinking about all the uh the H Town legends who we just lost too soon, man. There's so many that are gone, especially in the SUC, man. It's like yeah. a lot of these dudes didn't even make it to 50, weren't even close to really making it to 50, man. And it's really unfortunate, you know, DJ Screw, of course, Fat Pat, Big Hawk, uh, Big Mellow. Uh, and now big pokey man, it's like it's big mo as well. It's, it's too yeah. many, man. It's too many, yeah. It's, it's, it's really, it's really sad, man, because he was still out here active, yeah. And um, I was just like, he was such an entertaining dude, like outside of just the music, just listening to him talk was entertaining, man. My favorite back and forth is him and Lil Kiki. Yeah, on Instagram Live, talk, talking about baking in the oven and baking mm-hmm. on the skillet, like that was. They were so entertaining, man. He was so entertaining. It was sad to to see him go this early, man. Is it's it's kind of weird because like whenever somebody passed away, especially a rapper, you kind of think the worst. Like, oh, he was shot, or this happened, or that happened. Like I, I kind of like th- this is 
look, it's not good no matter what way you spend it. But to me, him doing what he did, what he loved to do, to go out that way, it's just like, man, that's, you know, it's no good way to go out. But him performing on stage like that, doing something he loved, something that I always knew him to do was, um, I guess it was, I guess it was, I want, I don't, I don't even want to say better, but um, I, I'd rather that than somebody get killed because I always think the worst every time I hear some rapper uh, die. But um, yeah, rest in peace to uh, Big Pokey, man. It's, I, I, I hate that I had to wake up to that too. Yeah, it's really unfortunate, man. And I didn't see a cause of death. I don't know if it ever been had been released, but it also gets me when it's a health-related thing too, man. Like, yeah, yeah, nobody wants to see somebody get shot and killed. But also I hate when somebody like not even 50 years old dies yeah. of some kind of health complication that could have been prevented. Maybe, I don't know. You know, sometimes it's just something that catches up and you just had no idea. Like a blood clot could just take you out and you had no signs of it. Yeah. Or it could be something that was a symptom of a, a lifestyle that just had to slow down at some point. But I'm not, I, I don't know what happened. Uh, so I'm not even going to try to speculate, but it's just really unfortunate, man. It's, um, I was a fan of Big Pokey. I li- I bumped his last album, man. I talked about it on the podcast. That yeah, Sensei he broke album. it down. Yeah. yeah. And I enjoyed it, man. He still had it. And uh, I don't know, he was just, he was just a cool, he was just a cool rapper, man. Yeah. It's like, I remember listening to Sitting Sideways. First off, I thought it was really dope that Paul Wall put him on Sitting Sideways, you know, thinking about the fact that that was his, like, major label debut, you know, and I'm sure the label would have preferred him to have somebody who was big and mainstream in the industry or some kind of pop feature on it. He said, nah, fuck it. We sampled Big Pokey. We put Big Pokey on the record. Yeah, I think think it is some truth to that. I think, uh, I forgot who said it, but... uh, I think it was somebody else on that song originally. And um, it was either that person or Bit Pokey to uh, take off of it. And I think he decided, I think he made the right decision to take, uh, to put uh, Bit Pokey on there. And I, I thought that was dope because that was my first introduction to Bit Pokey. Yeah. Because I was up in Cleveland, I was a kid. And, uh, you know, I heard of Paul Wall, obviously, but I never heard of Big Pokey. So that was my introduction to uh, Big Pokey. Yeah, for a lot of people, man. And, um, yeah, he had songs that were on the radio here. But nationwide, that was definitely his uh, his big biggest exposure. And that's one thing that Paul Wall and Chameleon Air did that I respected, man. Because Chameleon Air put a little flip on his first single, too. And this was at the time when Lil Flip, you know, had had been losing a lot of steam. He that whole thing with Ti then went off, and people asked him, like, you know, why did he put Lil Flip on a single? You know, yeah. when Lil Flip was just kind of thought of as a has been at that point. And Camillionaire was like, "Look, man, Lil Flip put me on records when nobody knew who I was. You know, he put he he sold a million and he put me on his own shit. You know, and he did verses for me." So, and that's Paul Wall as well. But giving giving respect to the OG, man. You sample a big pokey. So, so many rappers we see that sample rappers that are still alive, but don't mm-hmm. put them on the record. Yeah. So he sampled Big Pokey's classic uh line from a June 27th freestyle, and he put them on the the, the record as well. 
for a verse. So, yeah, that was always dope, man. And, yeah, uh, Big Pokey, just a, a Ace Town legend, and it's very sad, especially with this thing that happened with ESG recently, too. It's just, I don't know, it's just, it's just depressing to see, you know, it, it's way too early for this type of shit, man. Yeah, and not to mention, this is a legendary group in Houston, man. Yeah. It's a legendary crew. And um, it, it always sucked because I feel like in hip-hop, we I mean, hip-hop is still new, but we haven't got to the <laughs> to the place where we can grow old. We can be, mm-hmm. you know, it could be a 60-year-old rapper or so, us, you know, paying homage to a 60-year-old uh, 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 crew that's in their 60s or something. And it, it seemed like we always go early, man. So, um it's very sad, man. It's it's so sad. Yeah. And you think about how new hip hop is, man. Like a lot of the originators of hip hop are still alive. You know, yeah. like Melly Mel is still alive, Grandmaster Flash, like a lot of the OG rappers, yeah, DJ Cool the first Herc. rappers. Yeah. Who? Uh Cool Herc. Oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, everybody, people who founded hip hop are still alive. Nobody who founded rock and roll is still alive, man. Yeah, you know all those people have oh. been Chuck Berry, Lil Richard, like yeah. all them folks. Elvis, one of the biggest ones. Like all those people are gone now. Mm-hmm. So, uh, hip hop is so new that a lot of our the originators they still walking around are still around, man. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but it, it's always sad to see some uh, some of the OGs go so early, man. So yeah, it is. R.I.P. Big Pokey, man. Hope him and his uh, his family are are doing well right now. So yeah, and, yeah. and uh, Big Pokey, like as Big Pokey would say, cook your cook your bacon in the oven. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, cook your bacon in the oven so it could be straight and pretty. <laughs> I, and I agree with him on that too, man. I think bacon in the oven is good. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't dine on the swine, man. So I don't know about that. <laughs> you know, I, I can't speak on the bacon. Put it in the oven so it can be nice and pretty. R.I.P. <laughs> 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 big Po Yo Po Dina, uh, Big Pokey himself, man. It's a uh, very sad news. The hardest pit in the litter. Hardest pit in the litter, man. Uh, but we move, man. We move. So. Another week, Matt Smith on Facebook giving an RIP to Big Pokey. Yeah, man, we uh, paying respects to the Ace Town legend, man. So, uh, back back to the podcast, man. Back to the regularly scheduled programming. A lot going down now, man. We just had the NBA draft. Uh, we'll just jump into that real quick since there's really yeah. to talk about with that shit. Uh, so, the Rockets were very predictable in their picks. They got... Uh, Amen Thompson and Cam Whitmore in the first round. Um, Figgy, did you have any thoughts about the uh, the draft in particular? Uh, not really, man. I, I mean, we kind of, like you said, it was predictable. Well, I didn't predict Cam Whitmore um, going to the Rockets. I thought, so I, I thought he was going to pick a little, early, get picked a little earlier, probably top 10 or something like that. But he slid down for some reason. Maybe health concerns and you know, maybe attitude. I heard I, I heard a few things, but um, I I was okay. I I, I don't care at this point, man. I was yeah. pissed. I was pissed they didn't get the uh, number one and number two. So at, at that point, I was I like I would have been all right if they got three because they would they would have got at least Brandon Miller or um, Scoop. So. 
I would have been fine with that. But they got the one, <laughs> they got the one position where they don't they sh- like it don't even matter at that point because everybody know that people was tanking for Wimby. So you know if you didn't get number one, cool. You 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 would have settled for Scoot Henderson or or Brandon Miller. Like I would have been fine with two, but they got they got. They got the number four overall pick, man. That's how you know the NBA don't fuck with the Rockets. Yeah. <laughs> they got well, I mean, the, the owner don't fucked it up with his little comment, man. Yeah. So after that, <laughs> I knew it was off the table for the Rockets getting them on pick. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm I'm I'm, I'm intrigued to see what's going to happen with the Rockets, how they look, uh, what they're going to do in free agency, because they got a shit ton of uh, uh, young players, man. I just don't know how... Like, I don't know if all of them going to be on the team like that. Mm-hmm. So they're going to have to bring in some uh, veterans and all that. But I'm I'm kind of intrigued, but I'm it's, it, I'm more it is what it is. <laughs> they, they ain't getting none of the people I, you know, I originally wanted. So, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Matt Smith asked, uh, such Rockets luck, though. Is it rigged? Look, man, I, I I wouldn't be surprised if there was some some manipulation in the NBA uh, lottery. But, I mean, look, it could be worse. We could be the Pistons, who I believe had, like, a worse record and pick fifth. Didn't they have the worst record in the league, I think? Yeah, but they had the number one overall pick, like, a couple years ago, though. Yeah, see, so, like— <laughs> So, it, they looked out for them at one <laughs> oh, point. Oh, you got your turn a few years ago now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the funny thing is, like, we all knew, even on this podcast months before, we was like, Spurs getting number one pick. Yes. <laughs> we we all guessed it, and then that's exactly what happened. They, they too loyal, you get, man. Yeah, and then the journalists, I know uh, people were like, oh, the Rockets were so close to getting the number one pick. You didn't see what happened behind it. I'm like, I mean, fuck that. <laughs> no, don't try to cover for the league now. Yeah. We know this shit rigged, okay? Yeah. We, I don't want to hear how close the Rockets were to get the number one pick. Yeah, everybody, everybody and their mama knew it was going to the Spurs. Like history, history showed that they look out for the Spurs. Yeah. So I, I seen that coming a mile away. Yeah, no surprises, man. And, and was it me or was the NBA draft uh, pretty boring? Dog, in general, was, like the coverage, it was the, awful, man. <laughs> it yeah. wasn't even boring. It was just awful. Like I wonder, I wonder what happened because in the past you, they usually had the A team out there, man. You usually have like a Mike Greenberg, you had Stephen A. Smith, you had Jalen Rowe. You have all these people that's like focused on that. But dog, I was sitting there watching. I'm like, why is Malika Andrews up here? <laughs> and then I'm like, J- is that JJ Reddick? And then I seen some other uh, young lady. I guess she played. I don't know. She played WNBA college. player. Yeah, they they think I'm going like, heavy on getting WNBA players and NBA uh, coverage. I'm like, I'm watching ESP. I'm like, is this the team that's <laughs> covering all of this? <laughs> I'm like, what is going on? And it was just awful, man. And, and so I realized they were uh, actually airing it on ABC too. So I went to ABC, and that was a little better because Stephen A. was on there. Yeah, but I'm like, who are these people? I'm, I'm man, I'm like, who, like, who is this person? It seemed like nobody cared, man. Yeah, it is it not just the. I mean, look, ESPN coverage for basketball has just been bad. Yeah, it's been bad for a while. Like they they can't hold a candle to TNT. Period. But um. 
it's not even just that. It was the fact that there's so much, like the NBA draft is just ass now because you don't know anybody. I looked up like, dog, <laughs> there was one player in the top five who went to college. Yes, everybody was in, everybody's from overseas or in the uh, G Unite. What the fuck is the overtime elite? Dog, they're showing highlights in empty stadiums, empty arenas. I'm like, what the fuck is going on, man? They're going to start taking niggas from a uh, fucking the YMCA or some yeah. shit now. Like, dog, it, the, 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 there's a lot of who the fuck is this? Yeah. And then the, the time it took for them to announce. Like, did they really have to run the clock down for Victor Wimby? We knew he was going, I dog. Know. Yeah. They, they, they drew that out for no reason at all. They could have said, welcome to the 2023 NBA draft. Spurs take Victor number one. Yeah. Just got it out the right way right there. They had to build it. They had a clock countdown. Yeah. Like, motherfucker, we know who's going number <laughs> one, dog. Why even? That, that was insane that they actually tried to put some drama in it. Yeah, like just get it out the way, man. Have him get up there, have him cry, have his see his little his mama and all that, and let's get on to the other picks. We know he's going number one. Yeah, how how did you feel about the um the part whenever they get drafted and then they sit on the couch with their family for the little interview with um what's her name Monica Minut? Yeah, I mean I understand for like maybe the first three picks. I think that it went on a little too long. Um, and, and then like these, these kids are teenagers, man. It's like it, after a while, it got awkward. It's yeah. like, just, just, just get on with the picks, man. It was, yeah. it was way too drawn out. I felt like they they thought this was like the NFL where we really wanted to know, like there's an attachment to these players in the M- NFL. Cause you've been watching them. If you're a football head. Yeah. You watch college football. So yeah. Yeah. So a lot of players you already know. And there's franchise changers, and there's all all types of people. But for the NBA, man, it's like okay, it's some dude who played in some league I never heard of, <laughs> yeah. and now it's like, all right, he's supposed to change our our franchise around. Okay, we'll see. But yeah, it just it, it yeah. was it was pretty bad, man. It it was rough, and then and then on top of that, the interviews on the couch. Like, look, I, I feel like all these parents don't need to be talking, man. Like yeah. some of them are just not. Look, man, my parents they they can't get in front of a mic and you know do an interview like that on TV. So it was just super awkward, man. They they were asking stuff like, "Oh, how does it feel for your son to get drafted in the first round?" And oh, it's good. I'm just proud of them. <laughs> and it's like, and I'm not mad at them because look, they're not you know they're not in the spotlight. So like, why is you putting them on the spot? Like, if you don't take if you don't take these players to the side and interview them real quick, ask them three questions and keep it moving. Why you gotta do this whole couch thing, man? <laughs> Look, ESPN banned the only interesting NBA dad or parent period yeah. in Lavar Ball. Okay, <laughs> he was the only one who was interesting, and you wanted to hear what he had to say. <laughs> Everybody else, man, we don't need to hear from their parents. We don't have to see the whole family on the couch. Like this is not Oprah, okay? Yeah, <laughs> you can move. You can move it on. Yeah, but uh, so yeah, it, it was just bad overall, man. It's like, it, I, I'm getting to a point where does it even need to be televised? 
Yeah, really? man. It, you, man, it was looking like the WNBA draft, man. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was bad. Part of me wonders now that I think ESPN feels bad about how uh, the Jokic pick went, how he was picked and they were in a fucking Taco Bell commercial break or something. So now I feel like they're overdoing it with the coverage oh, to kind of yeah. make up for that. Yeah. So just in case there's another Jokic coming, they can know, <laughs> hey, hey, we had the interview. We gave him his just due because yeah. that, that keeps getting thrown in their face. Like, yeah, this dude, just two-time MVP, NBA champion, finals MVP, and he was picked during a commercial break. Yeah. So... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they were trying to make up for that. Mistake. They was hyping up every single pick like they were the next LeBron or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> every single pick. This is a great pick for the for the um, Detroit Pistons. <laughs> I was just like, damn, <laughs> like, dog, we in the second round. <laughs> yeah, now nah, we're in. Doc, I, remember they used to like list the strengths and weaknesses and all that shit. Yeah, they, sometimes it would be cold blooded. It would be like this guy has a bad attitude. More <laughs> attitude issues and yeah. stuff. They don't even do that yeah. no more. This is this fucking soft ass Giannis complaining league where we can't criticize nobody no more. So yep. it's all got to be positive coverage for every pick. Yeah, and uh, my favorite is the comparison. So it's like every person is compared to like a, a star. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, he reminds me a lot of Paul George. And every white like, player damn. is compared to a white player, and every black player is compared yeah. to a black. It's never, I never heard a white player be like, oh, he's he's a lot like a, 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 a John Trevor Morant. Reeser or yeah. somebody, uh, or John Morant. Yeah, yeah, you never hear that. You always hear he's, uh, he's JJ like a J.J. Reddick. Yeah, or J.J. Reddick. Like, <laughs> he's like a J.J. Reddick. Yeah, so it is ridiculous. Yeah. Man, but it, that is funny, though. How you feel about your girl, Malika Andrews? Uh, Bringing up the uh, Brandon Miller situation. Look, because we, we they, they were jumping on, they were jumping on her online about that. I, I didn't, mean, I didn't have a problem with it because it's something you got to bring up. I felt like because that was a big deal when he was in college. But I, uh, people said she put a little extra sauce on it. <laughs> I mean, I, I heard it, and or at least the clip of it, and. I didn't think it was that bad. Look, I know we, we've been vocal about Malika and some of the shit she said, how she tried to low-key throw some shit at Jalen Rose for hugging her inappropriately, talking about he was putting his fingers in her armpit when clearly yeah. they were not even close to her armpit. Yeah. But uh, I didn't think... Look, that was a major story, man. Yeah. That you have to bring... Like, in the draft, things like that get up, get brought up. You know, when Allen Iverson was drafted, they brought his legal issues into it, too. Like, they they talk about these things, man. It was a pretty big story. And he just asked him, did it affect his draft stock or is the team worried about it? That, that's a journalist question you have to ask, man. I didn't think it was overly done. You know, she's had instances where, you know, I want to say that that new Celtics coach who took over uh, when Ime Udoka, the guy who replaced Ime Udoka. yeah. They brought up like uh, Joe uh, some Mizzou, shit from Joe like Mizzou. ten. Yeah, yeah. They brought up. She brought up some shit from like fifteen years ago. Some <laughs> yeah. misdemeanor, like it's something ridiculous, man. Yeah, and it had nothing to do. Something that happened when he was in college. 
Yeah, like <laughs> something that happened 10 years ago that wasn't even serious. And she brought it up like she was fucking, he was interviewing for a, a, a corporate job or something. And she had, yeah. he had to explain himself. So that that was strange, but um this one was a was a big story. I didn't have a problem with it, but I just don't like Malika Andrews, period. Yeah. Um in, in general. I think she's just kind of annoying and way too uptight, but that's just me. Everybody got their opinion. Yeah. Um, so what else? Anything else in sports going on right now before we switch topics to uh, uh, music and culture and all that? Uh, John Morant got 25 games. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, the, the, the hammer was finally yeah. dropped. Yeah. <laughs> 20, 25 games. Um, apparently, I, uh, you, of course, he's going to appeal it. The NBA Players Union said that it's uh, overreaching. He made a statement at first, which seemed like he was going to accept it. But then apparently there were some other statements made or leaks made that he thinks he's being targeted and and all that. So what do you think about this this suspension, man? Do you think it was excessive? Do you think it was too much or not enough? I think it was, honestly, I think it was just right. Like, I have no problem with it. I ain't think it was too much. And I also ain't think it wasn't enough. Like, I, I I think it was just fine, man. I seen a lot of people overreacting, pretty much saying, oh, I thought it was going to be, it should have been like 50. And I'm like, 50 games. <laughs> for, and that's and that's where I go back to what the fuck did he do? Like, what, like 50 games for showing a gun on Instagram Live? <laughs> like, I thought that was a little too much. But 25 games, I Let's be honest, man. I think he's getting 25 games for pretty much uh, laughing at, at Adam Silver for for giving him the uh, whatever eight games or whatever he got the first time. Because he pretty much just, he got the little games and he pretty much did the same thing he did before. So I think that's why he got the 25 games. I don't, I don't think it was necessarily because of what he did on Instagram Live. So I think I think the twenty five games is just right, and honestly, he probably would have missed that anyway with like low management and all that shit. So um, yeah, man, I think I, I think it's just right, man. He 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 actually took a big blow for um, all of this anyway. So I, I just think it didn't make sense to suspend the man for fifty to seventy five or whatever. People were trying to say 50, 60 games and all that. I look, man. That, well, I I thought he lost his shoe deal, but apparently, I guess he didn't. I guess Nike didn't punt on uh, on his shoe. Mm-hmm. So um, I guess they starting to think a little bit now instead instead of no, they, looking yeah, they on gonna, Twitter. They, they they gonna roll out the the redemption tour like they did well with the Tiger Woods. Remember when Tiger Woods went through his shit? Yeah, and they had that commercial like just zoomed in on his face and some shit like his dad was telling him, like yeah. some quote from his dad talking about how you messed up, son, and or yeah. some, like some shit just talking down on him. It was very awkward. Yeah, uh, I feel like they'll do something they, like that for John Moran. Yes, yeah, and yeah, I I can see them doing that because at first I thought he just lost his shoe. I thought they did what they did with Kyrie Irving. But I think they was like, ah, let's hold on to him. Like, we don't care about all that stuff. We we yeah. can let go of Kyrie Irving, but we ain't letting go of this guy. <laughs> so um, I think the 25 games was good, man. 
just move on. Hopefully he don't get in any trouble. But yeah, twenty five games was cool for me. Yeah, and it's supposed to be conditional. Um, I guess they're actually gonna make him do something real this time. But then again, who knows? Because yeah. so supposedly he went to therapy or something in like two weeks and was suddenly better. People said he was making all this progress, and then he did the same thing. So, yeah. I don't know. Personally, I don't really give a shit. I just thought it was funny how Adam Silver pumped this up like it was going to be something major. Yeah. He, you know, he was like, we got to wait. We're going to wait until the NBA Finals are over because we don't want it to overshadow the NBA Finals. And then when it happened, people talked about it for like a day, and it was over. Yeah. You know, like 25 games. Yeah. Like, yeah. He could have announced this during the finals. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't really care. Like, look, he, he did it to himself ultimately. And I'm sure he, well, I'm not sure he learned a lesson because I <laughs> thought he would have learned it last time. Yeah. But um, we'll, we'll see. We'll see, man. Um, I heard it being kicked around with the, uh, with the Rockets, consider making a deal for John Morant if the... I think we talked about this, didn't we? But that I definitely would take John Morant. Like, 100%. Don't, don't even entertain that shit, man. Some people actually said they wouldn't. Yeah. Like, y'all are insane, man. Yeah, no, nah, I would take him in the heartbeat. I would take him. I would take Kyrie Irving. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like all, I, all the canceled people on the in the NBA. Yeah. Bring them over here, man. We, we, can, we can fix them. E-Mac e- can fix them, okay? Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. It's it's funny too because uh, I felt like some people was uh, it, the same thing was kicked around with Zion Williamson. Would you trade for Zion? Uh, see, that, I don't know about that, man. Yeah, I rather I rather don't ever play, man. Yeah, people were saying they rather take him over Kyrie. I'm like, at least Kyrie show up and play. Yeah, at least most he, of the time. He, yeah, you. <laughs> but you know, like when Kyrie on when Kyrie ball out, man. <laughs> Like this dude Zion can't even get on the court, <laughs> so I rather I rather roll the dice on um, Kyrie before I roll the dice on um, Zion, man. Yeah, nah, Zion Zion made Kyrie look like the Iron Man Player of the Year or some shit, man. <laughs> yeah, like, Zion just missed whole seasons basically. Yeah, and yeah, his health is just too much of an I, issue. Man. I was looking at his um like his uh, accomplishments in the NBA. I'm looking, I'm like, how how he make two all-star games? Like two all-star teams. <laughs> like, damn. Like, I that, it must have been some type of fan voting or something. Cause I, I mean I don't remember him having that much. I think yeah. he, I think he did win maybe rookie of the year or something like that. But I I I don't remember him having a standout season where it's like, oh yeah, he's an all-star. You need to put him in the game. I don't remember none of that. Maybe it was during COVID or something. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, looking back, it was probably we just didn't pay attention because, number one, he's playing in New Orleans and they're bad. And, number two, he was out all the time. I think we noticed more than when he was out for an injury than when he actually played. Same thing with Anthony Davis. You know, Anthony Davis has the occasional really good game. (laughs) But we focus more on, up. he's hurt again. Up. he's out another two weeks. He could have a stretch of, like, five great games. We don't really give a shit. Yeah, but once he once the injury thing comes up, injury prone, up here he goes again. So I think that's also like the narrative we build in our head about certain players. How if it fits the narrative, then that's all we remember. Yeah, so it could be that too. Yeah. 
Um, what up, everybody in the comments? What up, Ernesto? See you in the YouTube comments, man. Uh, good to see y'all back this week. And then he said it was multiple incidents, though. It was like two or three things before he flashed the gun. Yeah, but sir, those things were never proven. It was just some allegations. And from what I read of the press release that uh, the NBA put out about the suspension, it didn't mention any of that stuff. It just mentioned the fact that he pulled out a gun knowingly, knowing that his friend was recording on live, and he still did it. So, I, yeah, I didn't hear any. All, uh, another pump fake from Adam Silver. Oh, we have additional information. What was it? <laughs> I mean, it yeah. sounded like everything we already knew. Yeah. Yeah, we saw it. We yeah, knew, the information. We knew he was being recorded because yeah. he was looking at the fucking camera, and he pulled out a gun, and we knew he pulled out a gun because we had a screenshot of it happening. Yeah. So the additional it, information was the, just... The information me and you got, <laughs> pretty exactly. much. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> There was a lot of pump. Like, Adam Silver tried to sell this like it was fucking a, a movie coming out or something, man. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> he was teasing shit. Yeah. Oh, not going to announce it. Yeah, we're going to wait till the end, the, the end of the finals. But we have additional information. Yeah. So, ooh, what is it? Well, I wonder what it is. And it was nothing. <laughs> so. That was crazy, man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It, I guess it, he's trying to promote the league by any means necessary. Yeah. It kind of make I ain't gonna lie. I, I kind of miss David Stern, man. Rest in peace to David Stern. But I, I guess I don't realize how good you have it until that person is gone and stuff like this happened because he, I feel like David Stern wouldn't have played around with this. And I felt like people respected him a lot. Now I feel like people treat Adam Silver, players treat Adam Silver like he's a substitute teacher. Yeah. Like they just running over this guy, man. I'm like, man. Yeah, I mean, no, like like we made this point before, man. I think no matter who the commissioner is, you're going to hate him. You know, you, you're just not going to like the commissioner because he's going to do things you don't agree with. He's going to change the game in ways that you don't agree with. Remember we all thought the dress code was racist? You yeah. know, we thought certain things he was doing was just a little, a little suspect, man. And the 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 whole thing about the block Chris Paul trade that Lakers fans still are annoyed with to this day, and certain things was just like, I don't know. You're just gonna hate the commissioner no matter who he is. I feel in general. Yeah. Um. So I never heard. I've never seen a sport where the fans are like, this commissioner is doing a good job. You know. <laughs> Fucking uh, NFL dude just got the uh, an extension, didn't he? Yeah, and uh, Roger yeah, Goodell. Yeah, and everybody still thinks he's a devil, and oh, he, he's he's not gonna last. Like, <laughs> he keeps getting extensions because yeah. they think he's doing a great job. So. Yeah, I actually think like I I give him a little bit of credit too. I feel like he's doing like he's. To me, my biggest problem with the NBA, between the NBA and the NFL, I feel like the NBA kind of look at Twitter, see what they saying about the NBA, and they react to it. Mm-hmm. And you, me and you know, both know Twitter is a whole, totally different world, man. Like, it's damn near not even real. Yeah. So um, the NFL don't really react to Twitter. You see, you see all the uproar they went through with Deshaun Watson and all that stuff. They, you know, they took the heat on Twitter, and eventually people got over it, man. So, they, you know, they don't really they don't really feed into the, oh, 
Um, Twitter think Deshaun Watson should be suspended for two years. They they do their thing, and that's that. <laughs> they don't really feed into all this the media hype. Yeah, and and I think the NFL will stand more like they, they, they will they will draw back after the season on some certain rules. But for for the most part, if they say okay, we're gonna start calling pass interference more or some shit like this and talk about things that aren't allowed, they'll stick to it for the whole season. The NBA, they'll be like, they'll do it for like a week. Yeah. And then players will complain <laughs> like, oh, we're cracking down on traveling. And then Jordan Poole gets called for three travels in like a minute. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then the Warriors complain. And suddenly nobody's getting called for travels anymore. Mm-hmm. So like it, it's things like that that's like either stand on it or don't, man. Like yeah. don't don't pump fake it and act like you know we're 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 gonna crack down on carrying and freedom of mo- movement and all this stuff and then the the game is still exactly the same as it was the right. last season. Yeah, so. yeah. Because remember, they was supposed to be cracking down on flopping. Yeah. <laughs> what happened? You're supposed to, that? to get fined get for fine flopping. For it. Yeah. I I don't know if anybody <laughs> has ever gotten fined. I think a few players have, but yeah. it's very rare. And yeah, that that was a funny thing too. But you yeah. you know you know how the NBA yeah, is. Yeah, did we ever talk about um, Adam Silver talking about the in play the 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 season in play or some shit? The uh, the the end season tournament. Yeah, yeah. Like him trying to explain that he was talking about. Yeah, oh yeah, it would be a um, it would definitely be a benefit for players to play in, and then it's a cat. It's a uh, they get a reward. They get paid. Uh, a bonus and all this other stuff. I'm just like, man, he's like, who, like honestly, who gonna sit there and care? Uh, one of these players gonna care about winning the mid season tournament? <laughs> nobody, man. <laughs> I'm like, like man, no, nobody. Like doing? they're making more money than they've ever made in these ridiculous contracts. You think they gonna yes. give a shit about like uh, whatever couple million, million they might get in an end season tournament? Yes, and I'm talking even that much. Yes, and I'm talking about the actual um, star players. Mm-hmm. I ain't talking about you know Johnny, Johnny, whoever that that's barely in the league and just trying to make you know ends meet type thing. I'm talking about the the Kawhi Leonard's, the Paul George, the people that already had trouble you know playing anyway because of low management and all that stuff. Well, you think somebody gonna care about a midseason championship? Look, personally, I'm I'm willing to wait and see because people thought the plan was a good was a bad idea, and it turned out it was actually pretty great. Um, so I, I'll wait and see because look, man, the regular season in the NBA is just not good. Honestly, like they just had a great playoffs, like one of the best playoffs it, before the finals, yeah. uh, but along with the best playoffs I've seen in a minute. But the regular season was just very forgettable, man. And you had even the regular season, the MVP was forgettable. And he yeah. shouldn't even want it. <laughs> but uh, so they they got to do something, man. I, I can't knock them for trying. It might be shit, but fuck it. I'm willing to wait and see. But when they announced it, I was not really moved by it either way. I'm like, okay, whatever. Yeah, I don't think. Maybe it'll be good. I don't know. I don't think nobody was moved by it. Did you see him trying to explain it to Charles Barkley, Grant Hill, and Shaq? Yeah, that was a there. long mix of They were sitting there like, huh? <laughs> he was sitting there. It looked like he wasn't even confident. It looked, it looked like Adam Silver wasn't even confident in it. 
He was just sitting, sitting there trying to explain it. And he was like, oh, yeah, the soccer leagues in Europe do this. And I'm just like, yeah, man. Yeah, that's not a good selling point for, like, yeah. old-head NBA players. Yeah, and, and, like, how popular is soccer here? Like, I know a lot of people like soccer, but, man, like, it's hard to sell that to, to an American sport like the NBA. Well, the, the like, soccer is just different, man. Like, soccer is just different, and the trophies mean more, and they have more historical value to them. That's what you I'm know? saying. Like, tr- try to sell that, put that into the NBA. <laughs> exactly. I just don't know if that even mixed, because I think soccer is soccer. Like, mm-hmm. to me, their values, their play-in leagues and stuff like that, that mean a lot. But to me, if you sit here and try to say, hey, let's bring that into the NFL. Let's do something similar with the NFL and do these in-tournament um, games and stuff like this. Just like, nah, man. Like, <laughs> it's a reason why soccer is succeeding in that. Like, yeah, nah, that, that ain't going to work, homie. Yeah, man. I I don't know. Like I said, I'm willing to see the vision, but I'm not moved by his explanation of it. You know, it just sounds like some whack-ass shit when he tries to explain it. But maybe it'll be good. I, I don't know. We'll I want, see. I want to see how the players react to this. I want That's to see. what really makes the difference, man. Yeah. We got to see how, if the players give a shit. Yeah. If they don't, then we won't. Yeah. So <laughs> we'll see. And uh, Matt Smith on Facebook says, I haven't watched the Rockets since the Harden deal, but now with Udoka, I'm back on board. Yeah, I think we all want to see what Ime is going to do with this squad, man. Um, you got a lot of young talent. Um, I think he got to be the uh, the Joe Clark. Uh, he can't be <laughs> yeah. no Steven Silas, man. He got to be, you got to Joe Clark these little young Negroes, man. <laughs> He's got to, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's got to uh, really crack that. I'm not going to say crack that whip. That sounds racial. But he's got to, he, he, he can't be like what Steven Silas was, man. He's got to really uh, drill down some fundamentals. I'll say that much with yeah. this damn team. So we'll see. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm, I'm hoping for the best, man. Me too. Um. Anyway. A lot of stuff to talk about this week, man. A lot of stuff to break down. So we're just going to jump right into the new music of this past couple of what? weeks. What? We got some new music? Uh, we're actually going to talk about music on this music <laughs> podcast, man. You yeah. believe it? <laughs> believe it or not, we actually, uh, there was some music that we actually were interested in listening to. Yeah. Um, I guess we'll start off with this, uh, um, this Gunna album. It's kind of a surprise Gunna album. You know, he dropped a single uh, about a week or so prior. And, uh, of course, he was dressing a whole lot. And he surprisingly dropped a whole album. Um, It's, uh, of course, no features, which I don't (laughs) think surprised anybody. But uh, about 15 tracks long. And, yeah, uh... I didn't see how it performed on the Billboard charts. I actually probably looked that up. But uh, from the reaction I saw, it, it seemed like people were jamming it and didn't give a shit about the snitching allegations. You know, and if we, we've been talking about this for a minute. I think he might actually be okay because I don't think the fans, by and large, really give a shit, man. It's not yeah. like the people who were keeping his music at high on the charts for street niggas, man. <laughs> like, yeah. 
these were college kids and probably high school kids and people yeah, who were people just, like us. <laughs> exactly. Square people. Like yeah. 99% of what all people are. Yeah. So uh, let's talk the quality of music itself, man. What do you think about this new Gunna album? Does it still hit the same for you? <laughs> and, and what do you think about his uh, return to music here? So um, as far as the album, man, I got to be honest. I don't think this album is for me. <laughs> like, I think it sound okay. Sonically, I think it sound okay. Um, obviously, I don't think he lost a step. I think he's super talented. I don't think it's like a um, Takashi 6 9 type of deal where, you know, he make a certain type of music. I think this dude can harmonize his ass off. So, um, yeah, I think it sounds good, but I feel like this album is not for me, though. It's a little too... It's a little too singy for me. So, um, but that's that's me just being the old man, I guess. But um, I was like, like, look, I'm looking at the numbers for this album now. So the album actually sold like um, eighty three thousand in this first week. That's that's a lot, man. It's a lot of albums that don't sell that much in this first week. Yeah. So. Um, and, and not to mention, this album had no... Nobody pushed this album. There's no features on here. So, um, I think they got something, man. I think I think he... I think he'd be all right. I don't know if anybody else would work with him, but I think he'd be all right. And, um... Yeah, I'm actually, sh I'm actually shocked he dropped a full project like this. I thought it was a little too soon. I thought he's just going to drop that first single and that's it. They kind of address everything, but look, man, I think he, I think he got something. I think the label gonna have to, you know, stick, stick with, stick with him. I don't know if we talked about this before. I don't know if he gonna get some street rappers on here. I don't know um, if they ever work with him, but um, I think his album did better than uh, Lil Durk's. <laughs> so um, I don't know, man. I think. I think they're going to have to roll with Buddy. Yeah. Um, wait, I think uh, Lil Durk did 125K first week, mm. according, I believe. And for comparison, um, Gunna's last album, DS Forever, um, did 150,000 first week. And one other album before that did 111,000. So to go for that to 80k, I mean, that's a drop off. But, yeah. but look how this was released. There was no though. singles really. Yeah, this and is no push, no promo. Yeah, exactly. The, the allegations and no features. Yeah. And my my thought when I saw this album drop, I feel like this was like an obligation. I think he's probably because I looked at the credits and he still signed to YSL. Yeah. You know, and how awkward does that have to be? You're yeah. still signing Young Thug's label in which you're being called as you snitched on him and everybody's upset with you. You snitched on the label. You said the label. The label was head. Gang. That's like somebody being with Bad Boy and snitched on Diddy. Yeah. <laughs> so no, you pretty much saying Bad Boy is a a, a gang. <laughs> yeah, Bad Boy as a label as a, a gang must end. <laughs> yeah. And now you're putting out music on that gang affiliated yeah. label. Right. So. <laughs> I feel like he's he's likely trying to get out of this deal and he probably has just some more albums he has to drop. 
Um, that being said, look, man, I didn't think the album was bad. I, I, I wasn't feeling like the first four tracks. I thought they were way too slow. And I was like, is he is he going to be like whining and crying this whole album? Is this going to be just like a, a dark, depressing album? But he has some more upbeat, typical gun of songs, man. I thought some of the songs, fuck it, I, I ran it back a few times. I like the, the bottom song. I fuck with that. I like the fuck you mean. I like the Rodeo Drive. Born Rich was good. Like, he has some good songs on here, man. I got to give it up. He has some good songs on here that even I enjoyed. And I'm sure his fans enjoyed even more. You know, uh, we got to get Charles a minute who thought, I'm sure he jamming this hard. Yeah, <laughs> I wonder how you where he's. I hope he ain't it. the type that's like, oh no, he a snitch. So I can't, I can't ride. No, no, definitely. I hope not. he's not, man. I- I'm sure he's still riding with Gunner, man. I'm sure he's still riding with Gunner. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. Um, I thought, look, I think he'll be okay musically. Um, somebody has got to bite the bullet and do a feature, though. Yeah, that's, that's that's the real test because you're not going to succeed in in this genre with no features ever. Yeah, like I know J Cole did an album with no features. What he had a built-in fan base before that man, and he yeah. and, and that was kind of different because he's not somebody who built his 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 rise on features. Period. Yeah, you know, whereas Gunna came up as the feature artist. Yeah, you know he was under a lot of he was under a lot of rappers. Yeah, so uh, look, I don't know if he can. He's gonna somebody got to collaborate with him, man, and we got to see who's gonna bite the bullet. You know, it ain't gonna be Baby or Dirk. Yeah, you know, (laughs) it ain't gonna probably ain't gonna be anybody affiliated with Young Thug, which probably eliminates a lot of rappers. Yeah, it ain't gonna be Future. It definitely ain't gonna be Drake. Um, so I, I'm curious. I'm curious uh, because it's a different type of rapper. We talking street rappers right now. Yeah, but uh, like I said before, I can see a Nicki Minaj. I can see Nicki for sure. Yeah, because she, I think she's gearing up for an album too. I think I think mm-hmm. she actually announced she's dropping the album in October or something. So, but a, a Nicki Minaj, a Nicki feature wouldn't really do a lot for Gunna. I feel. Nah, it because, won't. It won't. Yeah. yeah. He, he needs somebody who's This ain't like, Nikki in 2012. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. He needs somebody who's popping right now that can, that will be like, fuck it. I fuck with, with, I think somebody like a Yeet would do it, but Yeet, like, that's not the same stratosphere, really. Like, yeah, yeah I know Yeet's kind of popping right now, but. But we're going to you know, do something with Yeet. Do a lot with, <laughs> I don't, He's I, done. No, Gunna has done a song with Yeet already. Really? Okay. Yeah, it's uh, "Racks Got Me." I think it's called. It's a hard song, mm. but um, I mean, yeah, Yeet would do it, but that's not gonna really move a huge needle. So I don't know. Maybe Cardi, but I think Cardi might fuck with Young Thug too. So I don't yeah, know, man. Yeah, Cardi. She rolled with some um, some or Playboy Cardi too, but I, he doesn't do features. Period. So I doubt that. Yeah, so do you, uh, I don't do you, know. I, I'm looking through some lists. Do you see a Travis Scott possibly doing something with him? No, mm-hmm. no, because I think that's too. Travis Scott is close to Drake. Drake close to Young Thug. Like there's there's too much. Like it, it, there's the YSL connections are just too deep with these people, man. And I but think Travis f- Scott's close with Young Thug too. But do so. you feel like Travis Scott is that type of person though? Because I don't really look at him as like a street. 
trap type of rapper. Do you think? No. He, do you think he? Do you think he would just say, "Nah, I can't work with you because of my relationships"? Yes, one hundred percent. I think that's why most people won't work with Gunna. Mm. Like, look, there there are some street like Lil Durk made it known why he's not gonna work with uh, Gunna. Yeah, but most people like most of these rappers really ain't street dudes, man. Yeah. But the relationships are too important to them. They don't even want to risk jeopardizing the relationships, man. Yeah. So that's why somebody like Travis Scott is a nerd, man. He's not like a, a street dude at all, but he's definitely not going to jeopardize. He, you know, I mean, look, he's already reeling from the world shit. Yeah. He's got to basically rebuild his career from here. He's definitely not going to uh, jeopardize relationships in the industry over working with Gunna. Yeah. So, and that's the thing, man. It's got somebody just gotta be like, "Fuck it, I fuck with Young Thug, but I fuck with Gunner too." Yeah. And it, it's probably still gonna cause problems, but I don't know. Somebody gotta be. Somebody has. Somebody big has to bite that bullet. Yeah. And say fuck it. Yeah. But I don't I, know who it's gonna be. Yeah, I know some people will work with him. I just don't know who that's that's big enough that will. Yeah. That it will create a conversation. That yeah. where we be like, ooh man, because like I'm like Gucci Man ain't about to work with him. No, uh, I I just don't. I don't know. I I really don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know anybody that. But he he worth- can't he can't just be Dolo from now on, man. Yeah, somebody he has to be on somebody's song at some point, and somebody got to be on his song. Yeah. That, are, are you counting? In, I'm not. See, I'm not counting R and B artists either. Like I'm not, I I feel like an R and B artist would hop on with him. I mean, definitely not Chris Brown. Yeah, no, no, not Chris but Brown. Not but. one of these thug R and B singers. But yeah. yeah, like a Summer Walker. I don't yeah. see like somebody like that. I don't see why not. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, rap wise, if he's gonna yeah. stay in the hip hop, he's got to work with rappers at some point. Yeah. So I don't know, man. We'll see. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, the album itself—I didn't think it was a like it was a okay gunner album, man. I, I mean, I don't know how else to rank it. It didn't feel like it was just a cash in, though. I'll say that much. I mean, yeah. I feel like he put some thought behind the lyrics he was saying. He addressed a lot of stuff in the lyrics. It didn't feel like he was just like fuck it. Let me get out this label deal, man. Yeah, it, he actually put work and effort behind it. So yeah, I and, thought it was all right for what it was. Yeah, and I feel I still feel like he got something. I feel like yeah. he st- he can still make hits because a lot of the people we know how it go. People they jump in. I mean, after these allegations, it seemed like they kind of go crashing, where they don't really hit the same. And I feel like he could still he can still make some good music. I just for some reason I just wasn't feeling it. It just. You know, I guess I got to be in a time and place. Uh, Maybe I'm still in that old man mindset. Oh, man, what is this? I mean, that was my mindset. When I first listened to the first few songs, I eventually got more into it. But, yeah, I mean, honestly, when when you've heard three Gunna songs, you've heard all of them. Yeah. Let's be real. And even albums. Yeah. Like, I like the first album. I forgot. The one album I really like, I forgot the name of it, but... I really like that album. The second one was okay, where I'm like, all right, but it's similar to the first one. Yeah. And then this one is like, all right, he's the same gunner. He's doing this, you know, he still got the same type of style. So it didn't really move me as much. Yeah, yeah. 
yeah, I, I kind of feel the same. So if you're a Gunna fan, I'm sure you enjoyed this album. If you're not, it's not going to change your mind. I'll put it like that. Yeah. Um, what up, Mad Wine Chemist? Mad Wine the, uh, Chemist. The YouTube comments. He said, uh, she says, uh, maybe maybe a pop singer would collaborate. Yeah, I would think so. But I don't know. I don't know. He has to be on a label that would make that happen. So yeah. We'll see how how that goes in the future. Yeah, I, I can see him doing another song. Who was it? Uh, Chloe Bailey. Yeah. <laughs> I can see him yeah, doing have, more features like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What, what's going on with Chloe now? I haven't heard from her lately. She's still yeah. doing music. Is she still trying to do music? Is she still on I tour? Guess, I guess. So. I don't know. She's probably <laughs> trying to do some TikToks. Yeah, yeah. Like, come on, we get, let's let's try to get you on a song with uh, Lotto. <laughs> we, we need you to rap. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with Chloe or her sister right now, but yeah, she, her sister eating right now. She little That's mermaid. True. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah. Speaking of which, okay, that movie must have been ass because nobody talks I, about that shit. <laughs> I've heard nobody mention that movie, man. No, all the hype. All the all hype, the, the build-up. <laughs> I didn't see one conversation about the movie. You know how I knew it was ass? Because, look, we're we're in an environment where people just got to act like they like shit sometimes. But I people were so... I saw some tweets from people I follow who were so excited, some black women who were so excited. They want to support the movie. They were so excited. They were like, I'm going to see Little Mermaid tonight. I'm so excited. And then their their tweet after they saw it, it was like, so Little Mermaid was good. <laughs> they, like, that's so all like, you got? Nothing else. It was like, oh, it was good. <laughs> no, dog. When Black Panther came out, there was conversations for weeks on the on the Yes, timeline. it was think pieces, man. <laughs> think pieces, breaking down the characters. When Get Out came out, think pieces on, on the movie. Man. Yes. <laughs> this movie just came out and people just had to pretend they liked it. Yeah. And that's how I know it. They just said it was good. I liked it. It's like you probably you probably really didn't like it, but you don't want to put that out there. Yeah. But I I saw no conversation about the movie. I saw no breakdowns of anything. So it must have just been at the at best just average. Yeah. How much did that movie? I know that movie did numbers. It did a lot of um. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm sure it made bank. But yeah, I saw no conversation. About that, I saw more about the Flash, and that movie supposedly bombed too. Yeah, but I saw more conversation about that. Yeah, than Little Mermaid. So I don't know, man. Yeah, I mean, it made uh, four hundred fourteen million uh, worldwide at the box office. So okay, but still, I, I, I still don't. I, I mean, as crazy as it sounds, I don't really pay attention to that, man, because a lot of these movies made that much yeah. <laughs> in the box office and. Like Black, uh, I think Wakanda Forever made, I think it broke records. I want to say, mm-hmm. and I don't think that movie was all that. <laughs> no, so no, it, the, the biggest grossing movies because number one, they they count worldwide sales now, yeah, which includes China with its fucking two billion people. <laughs> so the highest grossing movies are shit like the Fast and Furious movies, man. Yes, and you can't tell me those shits are are. are like they're they're good dumb action movies, but they're yeah. not good movies. Period. Yeah. So yeah. But those are the highest and, grossing movies, and, man. And then so a lot means nothing to me. Yeah. And then a lot of the times, the hype is based from the first one. 
Yeah. Yeah. So the uh, so the hype from Black Panther, uh, Wakanda Forever, was based off the first one, and um, uh, off of uh, Chadwick Boseman death. So you got to factor all of that in. So if yeah. you wasn't really that big of a fan of Black Panther, or didn't know anything about Black Panther, you you was going to see the Wakanda Forever to kind of see because of Chadwick Boseman and other stuff. And, and and just the hype off the first one. Yeah. Yeah, but that uh I already forgot about Wakanda Forever, man. I'll be honest, I, uh like I don't remember nothing about that movie really. Yeah, I just hope they don't make another one off of that. <laughs> yeah. Because they're gonna they're gonna look gonna at the do, like I said, my worst nightmare is them looking at the numbers, how uh how well it did and say, All right, let's keep this going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like they just gotta they gotta recast it, man. They they we need a new T'Challa. I don't I don't know how they're gonna do it or what they're gonna do, but yeah, we can't. I don't know. MCU needs something. Needs some they, help. They man. probably. They, I think they need a revamp, man. <laughs> I think they're gonna do that. I think yeah. that's why they're introducing all this multiverse shit. I think we're gonna get like a new Captain America. We're gonna get a new Iron Man. Cause they're not gonna just gonna let these characters stay dead, man. Yeah, no, that's too much money. That's yeah. billions of dollars. Exactly. So they're they're gonna reboot everybody. I feel all these old actors who don't want to be in Marvel movies no more. They're gonna get rid of them. Thor's probably gonna be gone. Hulk's gonna be gone. We're gonna have a new slate of actors who are brand new. Yeah. So I see that coming for sure. Hmm. Um, uh, Mad Wine Kimmins says there's been a lot of misses this year in theaters. Yeah. Um, what else came out? Uh, Creed 3 is on streaming. Here's a problem. Th- these movies come to streaming so fast Duh. that I, whenever I see a movie, I feel dumb for having paid for it. Doug, I see. I'm like, I could have waited two months. Doug, I seen Avatar pop up on HBO Max. <laughs> and I'm like, is this the same av- Avatar that just came out? <laughs> And mind you, I think it came out last year, sometime mm-hmm. last year, but it felt like it just came out. And I'm like, damn, I could, like, what is it doing on streaming so fast? So it's yeah. insane, man. Yeah. Like, I really feel like Creed just came out and it's already <laughs> on Amazon Prime. Yeah. So I'm like, it just dog, came I'm not out. pimping no fucking yeah. movies no more, man. Yeah. John, just think about it. John, Jonathan Majors was just doing the press run, run about that with uh, yep. Michael B. Jordan. It, it wasn't that long ago. This was right before the allegations happened, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. It's, uh, and you know what's really funny? I was looking back at like the history of some home video releases and, Bat the 1989 Batman movie with uh, Michael Keaton was controversial because they released the VHS. Get this: six months after the movie came out, <laughs> and people were like, "Holy, that's so that's soon. too soon!" Yeah, <laughs> half a year after the movie came out in theaters, they released it in home video, and now it's like a super quick turnaround. Damn! Now it'd be like a month. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the the, the like, one the ones that kind of throw me off though is the ones that's in theaters and on streaming. Yeah, that's always funny. Like it, who who is gonna go to the? But oh, but here's how they get you though, because <laughs> you got to pay like thirty bucks to watch it in on uh, on streaming when it first comes out when it's still in theaters. I'm like, yeah, fuck that. Yeah, no, that's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, oh yeah, there's been uh, some updates maybe about Jonathan Majors, man. I feel like the tide's turning. Mm-hmm. I feel like uh, people are starting to believe he might be found innocent. Um, I heard now, that. to be fair, this is information from his lawyer and legal team. Yeah. Apparently, they have eyewitnesses. They have testimony. They have texts that prove that it didn't go down the way the police are saying this whole thing went down. And now people are starting to wonder, like, okay, maybe this is just racist cops <laughs> seeing a beat up black, a beat up white woman in in this big Negro by her and said, "Up." Oh. <laughs> so I don't like. I said, I, I this is why I fucking wait for information. Yeah. But, um. You know what's really funny? I, I've seen people who are just not going to back down. Yeah. Like, I've seen some women be like, you know what? I think he's still guilty. I don't care what the evidence shows. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, yo. That's a wild thing to say, man. It really is, man. Yeah. Like, I'm, it, it, I'm good with admitting when I'm wrong. No. You're one of the few. <laughs> You're one of the few. Like, because if I'm wrong, people make I'm a like, decision. Yeah. <laughs> I would I would retweet myself, quote tweet myself, and say, "Damn, I was totally off on this." Like I would apologize if I went out yeah. the window and said this man was guilty, and it come out that he's not, he's actually not guilty and, and didn't do it. Look, man, have at it. I I'm I'm not about to sit there and say I don't care. I think he's guilty. <laughs> That's crazy. Look, man, here the problem is they dug their their feet too deep in the trenches on these takes, man. You don't call a man a rapist based off of nothing that you know. And (laughs) he hasn't even gone to trial yet. Yeah. Just blanket allegations made by the police that you suddenly now trust wholeheartedly. Yeah. (laughs) You know, out of nowhere. Yeah. And and now it's uh, like people dig themselves too deep in these uh, Twitter wars, man. So you get to a point where you just can't go back. You can't yeah. say I was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> you you got to be like, well, he shouldn't have put himself in that position to begin with. Mm-hmm. Like what? Yeah. You called the man a rapist and a scumbag. <laughs> and that, now it's his that's fault. That he, yeah, that's his fault that he was in that position. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he's not a rapist, but he shouldn't have been in that position to begin with. Like, yeah. What are you talking about, man? <laughs> uh, so, like I said, look, I don't know what happened. They're trying to avoid going to trial, and I think the trial date's still set, so we'll see. But, <laughs> look, it's very possible that this was all a misunderstanding, and or it's possible that it actually did go down like that. I don't know. But I'm waiting for more information, man. I'm not fucking jumping out the window for one side or the other. Yeah. But a lot of people on social media are just completely comfortable with doing that, and that's what's getting annoying. Yeah, no, nah, it's, it's wild. But uh, speaking of this case, do you feel do you feel like, um, because I don't think we ever talked about this, about him um, dating Megan Good. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot about Yeah, so he we, showed up to court cool. with Megan Good yeah. on, on his arm. Yeah. Do you feel... Do you first of all? I want to ask you this: Do you feel like one, this is part of the PR yes. uh, cleanup, and two, do it got kind of like an OJ feel to this? Yes. And, and what I mean by oh, you probably know what I mean, but somebody that probably wasn't really interested in you know black chicks, now they get in a little pickle, so now they gotta you know 
get a black chick on their arm or in OJ's case, put up some pictures with black people <laughs> around the house so they so we can kind of <laughs> side with them a little bit. Do you do you feel like it kind of got a little PR stunt on this a little bit to kind of clean up, make I guess put them in our favor, I guess, where we could yes, kind of support like, them? This is the, look, man, it's a very blatant, obvious industry relationship, okay? <laughs> you can't tell me that they weren't dating before this and he gets accused of rape. And then he meets Megan Good, and they start dating after that. During all, during <laughs> like, all of this drama, during right? all of this stuff, like what <laughs> kind of game are you spitting as an alleged rapist to get Megan Good on your team, man? Nah, this was they 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 gave her the bag. She, yes, they said, look, we gotta we gotta dress this up. Black women are upset. Okay, so we we, we need to we keep know, this image. We know they like you. Yeah, we need to keep his image good. You know, he, he was on black women's size at first. Yeah. Now they, because remember, we didn't even know who this dude was dating. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, the drama happened and it was a white woman. And first of all, that set everybody off. It's like, oh, this dude dating a white woman. On top of the stuff he was, uh, you know, the allegation. So now it's like, all right, we need, we need to get you a black woman. <laughs> Megan yeah, Good. Dress it up, man. Yeah. Here, here, you can take a percentage of da 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 da, or here, take this back and let's roll with this until the coast is clear. I mean, you know, what's really <laughs> funny is that I feel like Michael B. Jordan did a similar thing, his co star in Creed 3 with Lori Harvey. Yeah. After the allegations of him, he was talking with white about girls. only liking white women. I like white milk. That, I like chocolate I like milk. Strawberry milk. I like, I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about, man? And so suddenly when everybody was talking about how he don't seem dangerous enough or he don't, he seems corny or all this stuff, then suddenly he, he, he's dating Lori Hardy for like two months. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely, look, I don't I don't believe this shit's genuine, man. It's uh, uh, very clearly just some... Um, some shit that his team put together. Trying to hey, keep do his, what you got to do, yeah, man. They're trying to, they're trying to keep that image good. You're try, trying to stay in good graces with black chicks. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, other new music that came out, I did listen to this new Doja Cat song, man. Did you hear this? Ooh, no, I didn't. I'm shocked you listened Cat. to it. No, nah, because Doja Cat is making a rap album. Okay. Like a, a hundred, supposedly a, a all rap album, and this kind of started back in I want to say 2021, when she was nominated for like best new rapper or something on a BET award, and people got upset because they were like, "Doja Cat's not a rapper; she's more like a pop star." And she was like, "Nah, I'll." She basically just said, "I, I, my raps are basic on purpose, but I could out rap everybody in the game right now." So she's kind of going through an era right now where she's kind of, you know, pushing back on the pop. Trying image. to prove it a little bit. She, yeah, she's trying to push back. She's saying oh, my, my old music was corny, but this one I'm going to bar y'all up. And she dropped this song called Attention, man. And it's actually, you could tell, you can see the old school rap influence. And mm-hmm. she also, she's mentioned before she was a fan of Fonte and Little Brother. If you listen to this song, you you you'll hear it. Mm, you'll okay. hear the influences and like the way she flow. It don't sound like the way people flow right now. Like that fucking 
same flow everybody be using. That yeah. just rap fast type flow. Yeah, now people doing the Detroit rap. Like, yeah, remember we talked offbeat on purpose. We, type we shit. talked about that like two years ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that crazy? Yeah, and, I know. And now Lado and Cardi B pretty much did it. And so everybody jumping on board with that now. Yeah, and it's getting a little played out, man. But yeah. um and HRW says, I used to watch Doja Cat make beats and rhymes on Periscope. Yeah, she's talented, man. I saw that she, too. She used yeah. to stream herself, like make a beat and make a whole song from nothing. Yeah. And how many pe- women in the game or anybody yeah. in the game is gonna do that? Yeah, I've been saying you know, any artist. Yeah, I've been saying this on this podcast for a minute. I feel like she don't get enough credit, man. I, I could see, I could definitely see a um a Nicki Minaj influence on, on her music, on her. Older music, of course, with the pop music and all that stuff. And I said on this podcast, I feel like she made better pop music than Nicki Minaj. Yeah. Her her pop music was legit, man. And you could tell she could rap. I don't, I don't understand how people f- felt like she can't rap. <laughs> I always, like Even with the pop music, I could feel like she, she can rap. And she rapped over a couple other songs, too. Where I'm just like, damn, she could actually, I feel like she really talented. So uh, I think it was just a lot of barbs. <laughs> Honestly, you know, the so. barbs will attack anybody who's in competition with Nicki Minaj and anything. Yeah. So and, and the I only time the only time they give you some um props is by saying, Oh yeah, Nicki Minaj started this. Yeah, she influenced <laughs> me. She's the reason I rap. Yeah. Okay, we the barbs are well, barbs are on <laughs> your side now. Mm-hmm. But um, so yeah, check this out, Figgy. I think you'll like this song, man. It's pretty legit. She, she shot a uh, video for it too, and I'm interested in hearing the album because reportedly she might be working with producers like Ninth Wonder and stuff like that. She's legit trying to make a rap album, man. And mm. I want to see how it sounds. But this song was cool, man. I uh, I didn't run it back a whole whole lot, <laughs> but it was interesting. It was nice to hear lyrics that I could actually understand people were saying and the message behind it and all this shit and she kind of addressed some controversy and things people said about her and her body and all this stuff so I liked it cool little track uh if you a hip-hop head I recommend at least checking it out and uh now if she might if she do drop this full length um rap album do you think this could possibly be the best rap album from a female in a long time I mean what is it going up against uh, let's say, let's say, um, and see, I don't want to say numbers wise because and I don't, I don't know if it's gonna, yeah, it's, it ain't gonna top Cardi B's uh invasion of privacy or nothing like that. Honestly, this, this will probably end up being uh Doja Cat's lowest selling album, yeah, because she's kind of like throwing away her pop fan base for this rap album, yeah, and I don't so, think a lot of her fan base are rap fans, yeah, so I don't want to sit here and say, uh, I'm uh, how much will it sell or anything like that, but just off a of pure listen, like, I'm, I don't even know the last female rap album I actually like Cardi B in 2018, the probably of, invasion of privacy, and, and, and sidebar. For all the talk about the women that are running rap right now, how many of them got a good album out? I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't... Like I, I know Ice Spice dropped something. I don't know if it counts as an album yet. Megan yeah. Thee Stallion's dropped a few. I wouldn't call any of them like great albums. I've already forgotten the name of all of them. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So like, who? 
of these women rappers that are running the game right now, and I admit they're uh, the hottest rappers now seem to be female. You got Ice yeah. Spice, you got uh, the girl from New York, uh, what whatever the fuck her name is, I forgot. But the, some of the hottest rappers right now are are women. Yeah. But where are the albums at, man? Yeah. Like I, it, it's been a dry six months of nothing dropping. Period. But where where are their albums, man? Where is yeah. the uh, who else is big? Uh, hey, City Girls, they City Girls. I feel like they need to try anything. Really, I feel like I feel like we get to a point where these female rappers they 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 come out. Oh, they come out on fire. I thought I heard the fire alarm. <laughs> but um, they come out on fire. They drop a project or two, and then that's it. They it, it just seemed like they would hop on a feature, that drop a song here and there, and that that's it. They focus on other stuff. Because, like, look, man, Young Miami ain't trying to make no another album, man. City Girls ain't trying to make no more music. Uh, Young Miami got a show. She doing a show. She hanging around Diddy. So I just feel like they I feel like they trying to do what Cardi B did pretty much. They um they got that one album and that was it. Because I don't know if Cardi B trying to drop another album anytime soon. Yeah. Like and honestly, I don't think she have to. <laughs> as crazy as it sounds, she's still like one of the hottest female rappers right now. And her last album was in 2018. Yeah. Um, and speaking of City Girls, it's funny you brought up City Girls because they actually just dropped a new song. Um, it's called I Need a Thug, which samples I Need Love by LL Cool J, of course. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> and yeah, it's uh, how you got a song with two people rapping on it is only two minutes long. Not even two minutes long. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. I just, I feel like, like, I, I know they got, I know they record and stuff like that, but I don't think they trying to put out no project no time soon, man. <laughs> I, j- I just don't see it. <laughs> nah, nah. This, uh, and Cardi B is the same. Like, she ain't dropped an album since 2018. She's had hit songs. I don't think Cardi B wants to be, like, an artist artist. I don't think she wants to yeah. tour. I don't think she wants, like, those things associated with being a recording artist. I think she wants to more do TV shows and do whatever she feels like in the moment. But I don't think she wants to be locked down with doing interviews, doing promo, doing tours, doing shows. I don't think she wants that. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. And I feel like a lot of female artists is probably leaning towards that way too. Now, now you still got some of the, you know, I I think Meg would still probably drop some music and albums and stuff like that whenever she's ready. And um, and then you got the Lottos of the world that's probably still, you know, trying to get up there. I don't think she's up there with Cardi B, but I know if she ever get there up up there with Cardi B, I don't think she's just going to be dropping albums and projects all the time. I think they just going to milk these songs, do a little feature here and there, and just try to be on TV. Yeah, yeah, I think the and look, I think the label's happy with that because the miracle of the 360 deal means they get paid off of everything the artist does. Yep. Including TV and to, including move whatever they do, period. Yep. That they get paid from. The label gets paid too. Yeah. So maybe they say so they don't money. have to beg them to drop an album. 
<laughs> exactly. Maybe they save money by not having to do a whole marketing release and promo for an album. They just drop a few Lucy's here and there, get mm-hmm. the streams up, yep. and go then go platinum. do a TV show. Get a Netflix deal. Yep. So, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. We'll see. We'll see where it goes. But, yeah. yeah that's, uh, so, anyway, check that new Doja Cat song out, check it out. Let me know what you think about it. Um, also, there was a new clip song. Um, that debuted. I guess Pharrell had a uh, uh, Pharrell is apparently the new, I believe, creative director of Louis Vuitton. Yeah, which I didn't know until this whole thing just happened. Um, but so yeah, he had a a, a fashion show at uh in Paris, I think it was, and a lot of celebrities came out. I know Jay Z came out and they performed fronting, and I thought that was pretty dope to see. Yeah. Um. And also, they they uh the clips debuted a new song, of course that I, that is uh Pusha T, and what's that dude's name? Uh, Mal- no malice. malice. Yeah, Mal- malice. No malice. I don't know. No malice, malice. No malice. I don't know. Is he uh, <laughs> yeah. murder mace or I don't know anymore? <laughs> or the pastor mace? <laughs> I don't know. But malice and Pusha T released a uh, new song um or not officially released but like they put out a video with the song in it yeah and apparently it has some um some shots at jim jones some subliminals you know how pusha t does it he's not yeah. gonna say names but he implies certain things and he basically said that jim jones is chasing the feature he ain't gonna get and talking out of pocket or whatever and now Jim Jones apparently going to clap back. I know he's been on Instagram, social media, teasing some new music that he's going to drop. And so, yeah, I guess we're in for a battle between Jim Jones and Pusha T. So how do you feel about this song and how do you feel about the potential Jim Jones-Pusha T battle, man? Uh, so I, I think the song was hard. I, I enjoyed this. I always – it, it seemed like every time he dropped a song during Fashion Week – the song just always sound fire. And I'm like, man, I can't wait till he drop that song. So, <laughs> so I think the song sound hard. Um, one thing I did hear, I don't know if it's true or not, but I heard um, uh, Clips was actually working on that project. So I, I did too. Yeah, so I don't know how true that is, but um, that would definitely be dope. I would love to hear that. But um, as far as the song, I think the song was hard. Um the jabs at Jim Jones, I kind of knew it was coming. Like, for some reason, I just felt it was coming. I don't think, like, Jim Jones was talking a lot. So it was hard to, to me, I would be I would be a little disappointed if he, if Pusha T didn't even address it at all. That's how much Jim Jones was talking. Like, he did, like, three different interviews talking about Pusha T. So, um, so I wasn't, I wasn't too shocked that he, Kind of took a uh, jab at him. It took me a minute to get it though, because mm-hmm. Pusha T is very, you know, he could get very lyrical, and you could miss what he, you know, what he actually said. So uh, I guess the part that stuck out was him saying, um, "Quote: You think I'd be honored amongst the veterans? I am watching your fame escape relevance. We're all in the room, but here's the elephant. You're chasing the feature." Uh, out of your element. So, um, I think, like, it wasn't nothing too heavy, man. It wasn't, it wasn't like a Drake this and nothing like that. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm shot, I'm shot. I guess, I, I guess I could see it because 
Jim Jones trying to gear up for it now. I, I don't think that's worth gearing up for. But um, I guess that's putting them on the spotlight. So I guess I guess Jim ain't got nothing else to do. So, um, yeah, I, I thought it was all right, man. Um, I do think him saying this, the uh, you're chasing the feature out, out of your element. I can see Drake being petty and giving Jim a feature now because of this. Yeah, I I can I can see him doing something like that. So um, he he probably got he probably got got him a a, a Drake feature now in the future or, or at least. But um, the song was cool. Yeah, I mean, I would like to hear another Clips album for sure, um, as long as it's produced well, and we'll see how it goes. Uh, one one comment that I heard that now I can't unhear. Is somebody said on Twitter, um, Pusha T is cool, but he raps like he got a flashlight under his chin. Like he raps like he's telling spooky stories at a campfire or something, man. Like <laughs> it's tone of voice. Like when you listen to when you hear that and listen to him again, especially on this song, you won't be able to unhear it. He's like, you think there'd be honor amongst veterans. I'm watching the fame escape your relevance. Like, like he's trying to, like he's trying to scare somebody, man. Yeah. Like, just rap normal again, Pusha T. Like, I don't know every song he puts out is like this now. You know, like his tone of voice is just—he's trying to be spooky or something. Like, just rap normal again, Pusha T. I don't know why he got to rap. I, I understand for like the story of Adidon why he had to word it like that, but. Yeah, like every song he kind of has that tone of voice now. It's kind of strange, man. <laughs> it's nah, not as bad as J the Euro Jay Z phase that he was uh, going through. Yeah, <laughs> but, but yeah, no, yeah. I I can't get this out of my brain now. <laughs> Just imagine him. <laughs> I'm telling you, next, with, next bunch time of kids camped here. around. <laughs> <laughs> you won't be able to unhear it next time yeah. you hear a your baby mom's a, a porn star. <laughs> Now, who's the one looking foolish? (laughs) (laughs) You won't be able to unsee it, man. You won't be. And it's going to affect you. You'll be like, damn, this motherfucker do sound like he's telling scary ghost stories in in school. (laughs) So, yeah. But, I mean, that song is cool. Hopefully we get an album, but I'm not going to hold my breath because you know how people are. Yeah. Um, other new music. Did you check out this new the new album from Killer Mike and or Young Thug that dropped this um, week? I checked out some of the Killer Mike one. Um, I seen a lot of the people talking about it, which made me go to it because I'm not. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm not. I wasn't the biggest Killer Mike fan. Me neither. Like, I like Run the Jewels, but I don't like Killer Mike solo. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. I don't know if it's. Uh, I guess him. Always talking about politics and all this yeah, other stuff to turn me yeah. off. But um, I kept seeing people talk about it. So I'm like, you know what? Let me check it out. And um, I got through like seven songs. And look, man, that album is produced really well, man. And I heard, I heard he actually put a lot into this album, too. And um, like he got CeeLo Green on here. He got Young Thug on here. He got Black on here, Jagged Edge, Andre 3000, Future. He got Ty Dolla Sign, Currency, 2 Chain. He got a lot of people on here, man. And um, so far, it sound good, man. Like, the production sound amazing. Um, I want to say he got 
it, uh, maybe no ID. He got a big time producer on here where I'm like, oh, so he he for real for real. So um, the album sound the album sound good so far, man. I see a couple people say it's the album of the year so far. So okay. um, yeah, so um, yeah, check it out, man. If you're a real rap fan, hip hop fan, I would say check this out, man. I I, I like. And that's the one thing about being in the South. I really like people, rappers from the South, specifically Atlanta and Houston, that's rapping over some real hip-hop beats because you don't really get that as much. So um, that's why I appreciate the people like the Big uh, the big Crits and people like that that rap over those type of beats. And, um, yeah, it sounds good so far, man. I'll check it out, man, since you recommended it. Um, but yeah, I was never a huge Killer Mike solo fan, but he could rap. I, I never knocked that against him. He can rap. Um, one thing I did notice, I guess he was doing some interviews with Sway, and he did uh, mention that uh, apparently Andre 3000 is supposedly working on a new album, and he has like nine tracks that are finished that everybody's been listening to mm. behind the scenes. Uh, what What is your... Uh, on uh, a scale of one to ten, how do you, how, how how likely do you think it is that we will hear a a solo Andre three thousand album ever? I'm gonna say at least very soon. I'm gonna be generous and say two. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say two, just to be generous. Like yeah. crazier things to happen, man. I ain't think we ever get a uh, um, what's dude name that was. I didn't think Jay Electronic was ever gonna yeah. drop that album, man. Yeah, so I don't want to I don't want to say zero. But I'm going to say two, man, because we heard the same. Like, uh, I'm sure uh, Dr. Dre had tracks <laughs> for uh, for Detox ready. You know what I mean? So I think um, maybe Andre 3000, maybe he, he caught a little spark or something and re- uh, decided to record. But that's somebody you never know, man. He Maybe on a good day he might drop something. He might drop, drop a song or a two-pack or something like that, but... He he might be a person that just say, eh, I'm cool. I don't feel like dropping no music. Let me go back and hide. <laughs> so I I don't know. I I I had to believe it when I see it, man. <laughs> so I I'll be generous to give it a two. Yeah. Um. Look, I, I'm not gonna believe it until it is loaded up on Spotify and I'm listening to track number one. Okay. <laughs> I won't even believe the press run. I won't believe anything until, like, it's loaded up on my phone. I'm listening to it. Okay? (laughs) Anything before that, I'm like, it's not real. Okay? Because it's been too long. We've been, he's been pump faking this type of thing for a while now. And I've just, as an Outkast fan, I've I've grown to accept that we're just not going to get another Outkast album. Yeah. You know, I've had to face that truth and just be like, it's over. Yeah. Unfortunately, and if Andre three thousand drops a solo album, that would be great, and I would love to listen to it. But also, I feel like at this point, I feel like at this point, with the way rap critics are now, they're looking. People are looking for a reason to knock Andre three thousand yeah. off that top ten list. Yes, and the number one mark against him has been he didn't put out a solo album. Yep. 
So no matter what he puts out, it's not like they're going to be like, okay, he's definitely up there with Pac and Big. Yeah, or this was well yeah. worth no it. No matter what he puts out, people are going to say, see, it wasn't good enough. Yeah. This is the top five rapper to y'all. This was and mid. He, <laughs> he, and he is uh, in his 40s now, man. Yeah. Like, whatever he's going to say put out, it won't match what he could have put out in his prime. Yeah. You know, when he was really motivated with this rap shit. Mm-hmm. So, no matter what he puts out, it's not going to have... It's not gonna live up to the expectation, man. Yeah, no, nah, it's it, that time is past, man. Yeah, it's past. I think, um, honestly, I know this ain't officially his album, but uh, or his solo album. But I look at the Love Below as his solo album. Like I know it's officially it's an Outcast album, but it's not even like a rap album, man. That's kn- the problem with that. <laughs> yeah, look, yeah, that's all we got, man. That's all we could judge him on. He got one rap song on there. <laughs> so um I I'm 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 just taking that as that. And um if to me, if I was him, I probably wouldn't never drop an album again. I wouldn't drop anything. The only time I would do something if it's an outcast project. If it's out if it's me and Big Boy, that's the only time I would do something. But yeah. but no, nah, I'm cool. I'll keep dropping a, a little Lucy. I'll drop another um a, a, a two pack or something like that, but I'm not dropping no album, man. I'm <laughs> I'm good where I'm at. Y'all got me high. I'm good where I'm at. Yeah, like I said, I would enjoy listening to it, and I would definitely appreciate it if he did do it. But I'm not gonna cry if he doesn't. And from his perspective, like I said, there's really no reason to at this point because I mean, maybe he just I'm sure he does really doesn't care about the critics and the criticism. But I don't want to hear the fucking, the way people break down music now. Like, in all these publications, when they put out their top 50 rappers list or whatever, they always put Andre 3000 pretty high. Like, he's like top 10. Yeah. And you know, they just want to hold this against him. So no matter what he puts out, they're going to like, see, it's mid. Yeah. See, we told y'all he ain't no top 10 of all time. So... Yeah, uh, part of me is just like, hold on to it. Yeah. Just keep it in the vault, maybe. I don't know. Release some songs, but I don't know. Yeah, let me ask you this. Would you rather have a, um, if you had a choice, would you rather have a solo Andre 3000 project or Outcast, another Outcast project? Outcast. Me too, Outcast man. 100%. Me too. Because I feel like <laughs> they would still balance each other out. Number one, Big Boy still makes good music, man. Yeah. And I feel like they need to collaborate. I feel like Andre 3000 left to its own devices would make a, a he might have like a three minute flute solo song. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, It'd be a whole al- instrumental album. Right. Instrumentals with like <laughs> one one bar <laughs> at the, the very the, end of a song yeah. or something. The shit. worst part about that is now we're an honest podcast. We might be like, nah, this ain't it. There's gonna be some people that's trying to tell us how this is, this is amazing. That that whole Kanye effect. Oh where, yeah. Oh my God. See, this is just genius. <laughs> this is just genius. Oh my God. You guys don't understand yeah. music. Like nah, he's way, man. He's way ahead of his time. <laughs> yeah. He's way ahead. Y'all just not on this yet. <laughs> but yeah, man. I don't know. I don't know. We'll we'll see. But like I said, I'm not gonna believe it until it's loaded up on Spotify and I'm listening to it or whatever it drops on. Yeah. And I'm actually hearing track number one start. 
Um, so a, li- a lot to t- talk about and break down this week, man. Getting, we we are uh, an hour and 30 minutes into the podcast, and we're just not getting to topics. We got a lot of topics to talk about, man. So let's get right to it, dog. Uh, big things that happened this week. Um, fuck it. Let's start with this fucking submarine shit, man. Like, this is all I've been hearing about. <laughs> All week is this damn Titanic submarine. I guess. Come on, man! You got to show some respect for the the victims, man. When if that was when if that was your family? The submarine (laughs) with like five rich people in it went to go, I guess, on some expedition to explore the remains of the Titanic. And after like a, it was supposed to be like a ten hour thing. And after like an hour and a half, they lost contact. Apparently, it came out that they was controlling the shit with like a bootleg PlayStation controller and shit. So it was all very janky, it seemed. But uh, they did announce uh, late this week that, you know, they found evidence that the submarine imploded and they're all dead now. So, I mean, Twitter been getting their jokes off and some people have been getting upset at the jokes. Um, Which one are you? Huh? Which one are you? Uh, Are you one laughing at the jokes, telling the jokes, or are you one upset at the jokes? Here's the thing. I don't give a shit because I laugh at everything, okay? (laughs) I laugh at shit that people don't think is funny because it it involves things like that people like or still... Like, I've laughed at 9-11 jokes, man. Okay, I'll (laughs) I'll be real. I've laughed at a lot of 9-11 jokes and national tragedy jokes and shit that people would normally not would say is too far you know because yeah. i have a fucked up sense of humor my issue is how people pick and choose what they're gonna laugh at and then when like for example let, let's be a hundred percent real if there was a black woman on that submarine black twitter would not have been laughing at this shit dog. of course not <laughs> let's fucking be real but since it's not anybody you consider important <laughs> yeah it's just a bunch of rich white guys then it's funny yeah but if it was white guys laughing at some thing that black some goofy thing some like when uh remember when this is the closest thing i think of right now when those black people got kidnapped in mexico oh yeah because uh they, they were trying to go get a bbl or something yeah and there are a lot of people saying, don't laugh at this shit. It's not funny. Yeah. But that was completely preventable in some bullshit that they shouldn't have been doing. Yeah. So you're going to say, we can't laugh at that, but we can laugh at this. <laughs> yeah. That's my issue, man. That's my only <laughs> issue with it. It's like, look, either everything is funny or nothing is funny. <laughs> you can't pick and choose based on who you think is good or not. Yeah. Or <laughs> so... Uh, what, but what do you? What is your take on this whole thing, man? What's your take on the whole Titanic Gate or the whatever you want to call this <laughs> yeah, whole Ocean thing? Gate? <laughs> ocean Gate. <laughs> I, so when I first, uh, so I first heard this story a couple of days ago. I, uh, I want to say it was a Tuesday, and um, I was at the gym on the treadmill, and I'm looking on the screen. I'm like, damn, what's going on? And I seen they said they lost some people that was on like a Titanic tour. So I'm like, oh shit, that's that's crazy. I mind you, I ain't know anything about this. I'm thinking it's just like some type of Sea World or some type of little some little exhibit where they could just go down and see something. 
I thought it was common. I thought it was something you could just buy tickets to and and go down there. I don't know. So I'm thinking like, damn, that's sad. They can't find this this boat or submarine. And uh, I knew it was serious when they had the um, the Navy out there looking for them or somebody was out there looking for them. So I'm like, damn, that's sad. And then I heard the story. I, I heard how it was built. I heard the, uh, the sh- they actually got the shit from like a hardware store or some shit to, to actually build the submarine. And then they was using a, a, a off-brand, a, Logit- a Logitech controller that, that could be used for a, a PlayStation 4. I'm like, what? I'm like, wait a minute. Like, and then I heard about it was pretty much uh, 250000 a person to get in there to go down there. And it was pretty much billionaires in there. And I was just like, wait a minute. Like, I don't know how they got their billions. I don't know if they was just born into it or they actually worked their ass off to become billionaires. But you can't be, I know they, like, it's hard for me to believe they was that dumb (laughs) to spend all that money to to do something like that on a, 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 a submarine that somebody built like that. To me, that just seemed that just seemed crazy, but um, I don't know. Like, you know, me being human is kind of sad to see somebody go like that. But I'm like, man, like, who in their right mind is trying to go, tr- tr- trying to see the Titanic? I just, I just never understood that. It seemed like some people be so into the Titanic so much, and I'm just like, man, like, I look, I like the Titanic, the movie. Like I, I thought it was a cool movie, but never in my right mind where I felt like I, I want to go down there to see it. <laughs> like I don't care how much it costs. Though that I don't know, it was just it was kind of wild, man. But I, I hate to say it, but I kind of enjoyed some of the jokes. I, I kind of got dark humor too. Look, like I mean, nothing is funny, nothing man. is nothing is off limits for me. Like I don't care what it is, but um. I, th- I thought it was kind of funny, man. Look, I mean, it was... It, it, it You can't... This is some comedy skit type shit, man. Honestly, let's be real about it. Like, it's some comedy skit type shit. So, is everything good? Yeah, everything good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, So, yeah, man, like... I don't know. I don't feel any type of way. The jokes were funny. um, And... To, to to ask why people would do this, I just feel like we as people have different ways of stunting, I feel. Because you know how <laughs> black people make the memes about how, well, white people don't spend this much money on designer clothes and stuff like that. It's yeah. like, yeah, because that's not how they stunt on each other. Yeah. They stunt on each other by doing shit like climbing Mount Everest. Yeah, or trying to go really, out of space. Yeah, or going to space. Yeah, and people die every year on Mount... I didn't realize how many people die on Mount Everest. Mm. And, and when you die up there, they just leave you there. Because yeah. they can't even get your body down. So you just stay frozen at that motherfucker uh, forever. <laughs> so that that's how different races of people like stunt on each other. We yeah. buy cars, cars and, and jewelry and shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they want the experiences that only a few people can afford. Yeah. You know... Whereas we really don't give a shit. We're not trying to go to space. Yeah. You know, <laughs> but that that's how they stunt. They say, hey, I've been here 
there's only four people who've been damn near to the moon, and I went there with Jeff Bezos. Yeah. So that that's how they stunt, man. And so <laughs> I'm not surprised somebody did this. Uh, I'm just surprised at how shitty it looked. You know? Yeah. That's really what it looks awful, man. Did you the way the inside look? Yeah, like dog, it was no seats in there. <laughs> <laughs> like, man, that is crazy. Like, it is it's very disappointing and troubling because these people are billionaires. You mean to tell yeah. me that you spent this much money on to to sit in that, <laughs> dog, man? Like at this point, man, I like. I feel I want to meet a billionaire one day and see what they if they want to spend money to go in space to uh, go to outer space or down to see the Titanic just give me the money like you will see a lot more <laughs> you'll get a lot more out of uh what I do with the money than you doing something that silly they they want to impress their friends though man that's the thing like you get to a point of wealth where you can't say like at at a certain point, there's only so many cars you can buy, yeah. you know, and all your rich friends going to have the same cars and uh, uh, able to buy the same cars. Yeah, you get bored. You ain't going to have the biggest house ever made. Y'all going to have the same types of houses. So you got to one up each other somehow. So it's like, hey, I'm going to the Titanic this week. You, have, you seen the Titanic? Nope. Man. Bill on the golf course. <laughs> <laughs> So that's how they stun on each other, man. And yeah, it's 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 insane that they that they even did this. But I'm I'm not surprised. I mean, people have done uh, not dumber shit, but as dumb shit as yeah. this with a lot of money. So yeah, I don't know. That it's, was, it's, it's it's insane. Yeah, I, and man, this look, it's uh, the, the Titanic is is cursed in my opinion, man. Yeah, it seemed like. Something always bad happens whenever somebody tried to do something with the Titanic. Like, I'm not trying to go down there. I'm not trying. I don't even want to see that. Man, I think they had, like, one little small window. So what are you trying to go down there for? To look through that small window? They want to see it, man. <laughs> I don't I don't get it. And, and, and the ironic thing is, too, I don't know if you heard this, but I think one of the passengers on there, I think they're... Um, I want to say they're great, great, great aunt or parents or something like that or auntie. Aunt, I don't know who it was, but that w- that was uh, they were actually related to somebody that was on the Titanic and died. No, oh, damn. <laughs> yeah, so th- th- like that's very ironic because now they went down there to try to see. What if this was like a secret suicide pact and we just didn't know about it? <laughs> like, what if they just want to be like, you know what? I want to go out the way my uh, great, 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 great grandmama did. Yeah, you, you know what you know what I heard. So I was watching the Pat McAfee show, and they were actually talking about this, and they were going through the uh, the theory of maybe they're trying to fake their death <laughs> and kind of go away. So they, I mean, look, they're <laughs> not going to be able to find the submarine. I know they can't. So, they ain't gonna find their bodies. <laughs> what if this is just a whole month? Because HRW on Twitch brought this up too. Watch how suddenly the Ocean Gate company has no assets. Yeah, maybe it's just money laundering, man. Maybe <laughs> it's just uh, maybe we've been we've been fooled. Maybe it's like a, a Epstein type thing going on here. Yeah, and they're trying to fake their uh, their death and just they they somewhere else now because we're yeah. never gonna find proof that they were in it. 
I know. Because we're not going to be able to recover it. Yep. And that was the weird part about it before the uh, the latest news we got. It was, it was so weird because, like, they lost contact within an hour. So uh, it seemed like the only thing everybody was going off of was the oxygen. How much oxygen, uh, how much oxygen was left in the tank. Mm-hmm. So it was just like, oh, they got 20 hours left. And all this other stuff. And even if they did find them, they couldn't really bring them up. Yeah. Because that pressure is hard, uh, like, like some crazy-ass pressure. So I'm like, how, like, how can you prove any of this? <laughs> so so um, when Pat McAfee was explaining all this, I'm like, damn, that's actually <laughs> not a bad theory. Now, I don't think that, I don't think it really happened. I think they really did go down there, but... If if they had some type of problems going on and they want to you know start over in life, yeah, and go somewhere else, man, that's a like, that's a perfect hey, out. Take, it's not like there was a video camera in the shit, man. So we had no idea if there were even that. That's a good theory. I'm down with this theory, man. <laughs> I got I got to do some digging in the rabbit holes. I got to look on Reddit. Yeah, because, shoot, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Check that episode out of Pat McAfee talking about that. I'm going to check that out. It's possible, man. I don't put anything past people. It's possible. And that's actually a brilliant way to fake your death. Because they're they're never going to be able to find that submarine and bring it back up. So there's Mm -hmm. no proof that anybody was in it. All they found was that something went down there and imploded. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. it's possible. I don't know. It's crazy. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) you don't know what to believe, man. You got to always... Look for the truth. Yeah, the jokes was crazy though, man. I ain't gonna lie. Oh, they were hilarious. <laughs> the part, the part um, that got me was the um, at the end it was like, oh yeah, when they wake up, uh, when they wake up in the submarine, and they gonna see the video. Uh, they showed the video uh, at the end of Titanic where uh, I guess somebody was dying, mm-hmm. and they showed the whole cast going up the little stairs, and they said it's gonna show that <laughs> once they wake up. I'm like, damn. That's hilarious. <laughs> that era when the Titanic movie came out, I, I hated that fucking movie when it came out, number really? one. Really? <laughs> yeah. I did not like that movie, man. I thought it was boring. I was like a kid when it came out, but I did not like that movie, man. I remember we saw it. They made such a big deal about that movie when it's coming out, too. Yeah, that was a long-ass like, movie, too. Yeah. I was like, I didn't know people cared about the, the Titanic that much until the movie came out. And then the song was like number one everywhere with Celine Dion. Oh my god! Yeah, that that movie and the hype behind it. I think it's still adjusting for inflation. Might be the uh, highest gross movie of all time. Yeah, or at I least can see it, that it still is in the top five. Yeah, but, I can see that. So did you? It, did y'all go to the movie theater to see that? Yeah, we did. Man, I so I had the VHS. And it was like two tapes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so how was so y'all sat there the whole movie? It, yeah, that's crazy because that's like a four hour movie. It's a long ass movie. Look, yeah. to be fair, it moves a lot quicker once the ship starts sinking because that's yeah. what you're waiting for. Yeah, and then it's like an action movie. Yeah, but everything before that is just boring as shit, man. It's just I didn't a love care about story. Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, and his all this shit. I mean, it was it, technically. Looking at the behind the scenes stuff, it was very impressive how they built all of that. Yeah. You know? And James Cameron is a brilliant director, man. It, it, when it comes to stuff like that, set design and production, and you could tell, like, 
there, there was no CG really at that time, man. It, and the stuff they did have did not look nearly as good as what we have now. So yeah. they had to build all that shit by hand, man. And it's very impressive visually, but I did not like that movie, man. I thought it was <laughs> fucking way too long. And everybody <laughs> yeah. hyped it up like it was the best thing ever. And now nobody even talks about it. Yeah. Yeah. So. I, now I did like so like I said, I had the VHS. So I used to always go to, to the second part of the tape. Of course. That's, that's, that's what that's everybody skipped was to. At. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um I did enjoy that part. But outside of that, man, I never really went back to that movie. My wife never seen that movie. And oh, it damn. and it kills me because I'll be trying to sometimes I'll be saying some shit from the movie. That mm-hmm. uh at the end, uh, uh old girl, I forgot her name, her real name, but when she was sitting there like, Jack, Jack, Jack. <laughs> and, and my For wife. Meme, it's been 84 years. Yes. That shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> my favorite one is um, the meme. Uh, I always see it around Halloween when the dude had the little kid it, it tried to sneak on the bus. Or on yeah. He's like, I have a child. I have a child. <laughs> So somebody said, this is me around Halloween, bringing my kid around because I want candy. <laughs> I have a child. <laughs> yeah, man, that's just too funny. But yeah, yeah that, that movie was like one of the biggest phenomenons I remember yeah. at that time. Yeah. It was that and Star Wars Episode One were like the biggest movie releases I could remember at mm-hmm. the time. People were so hyped about both of them. Yeah, you had Leonardo man. DiCaprio uh, yep. in 98. So, yeah, man. yeah, it was uh that shit made him a star too, man. That was his breakout role, really. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Um, other things that happened this week. Uh, let's see. You been keeping up with the YNW Melly trial? So I haven't, but it seemed like stuff starting to spice up a little bit, man. Because I thought this dude was just dead as a doorknob, man. I I thought it was all there. Um. They said that um, he, I guess he met, released a song or had a song about him killing his friends and all that stuff. At him actually doing a crime, I I thought he was, I thought that was it. But apparently, it looked like it's some loopholes going on, man. It seemed like um, it seemed like the defense can't really prove anything. And something else I found out, I maybe it might not be true. I don't know, but. Um, I heard the song he uh, made about allegedly killing his friends. I heard he made that song before, uh, like way before. So it wasn't even, when he made that song, it was before he allegedly killed his friends or something. So that could be a little loophole too. So I guess his defense is um, pulling for a mistrial. I don't know what that would mean if he if he get a mistrial. I don't know if he just got free or what. Because, you know, from my understanding, I thought they were probably trying to avoid the death penalty because I think he they're going for the death penalty with him. So um, I always feel like lawyers and um, representatives, they try to at least not let their client get the death penalty. Let them get life in uh, uh, twenty five to life in years uh, or in, in jail or something, but um, I don't know. It's, it seemed like it's a little interesting, man. And the way this dude been acting, have you seen some of the videos of him in court? 
Circulating. Um, I saw something, but I didn't catch what it, it was. What he, happened? He was like smile. He was on the stand, like smiling and um, oh yeah, blowing kisses and stuff. Man, this dude looked legit crazy. So I, dog, his legal last name is Demons. <laughs> I feel like, look, maybe he's where he belongs. No, I would be maybe, worried. I would be worried if he get off these people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He probably killed somebody. Yeah, I look. I I would be worried if he get off scot free. Like I I feel like they need to probably keep him in there, man. Like mm-hmm. if you you in there mocking people, smiling, blowing kisses, like dog, you need to stay right where you at. <laughs> yeah, nah, he's uh, yeah. I don't know what's going on with that, man. But um, yeah, I, I've heard some things about the prosecution not having enough evidence, maybe. But I, I'm look after the Tory Lanez thing. I'm I'm not trusting what people say on Twitter who aren't law experts. I'm like, let's just wait and see how the trial turns out. But yeah, I don't know, man. I'm hearing there's a there might be a lack of evidence here, and things might turn around for him. I don't know, but we'll see. We'll see. It'll be interesting because yeah, he was. Uh, it looked like it was a lock that he was going to going to get the death penalty. But now I don't know, man. Who knows? Well, stay tuned. Um, oh, uh, in other news, Mariah Mills was finally kicked off of Twitter. <laughs> Round of applause. Finally, she's out of here. She got kicked out the paint. Elon did something right for once. <laughs> <laughs> finally, Mariah Mills, who has been uh, just tweeting night, night and day about Zion Williamson, and they're a little whole little, affair, not even a fair relationship that was ruined because he got another woman pregnant, apparently. And so she's finally been kicked off Twitter after threatening to release a sex tape with them. Yeah. Um, and I think that finally got them out because there there is laws against revenge porn and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah she she it wouldn't have looked good for her if she even threatened to put some shit like that out there. So she finally got banned off of Twitter. Um, and there's, I saw a recent video of her allegedly getting Zion's name tattooed on her face or some shit like that. I saw yeah. Stephen A. Smith talking about it on his podcast. Uh, so I don't know what's going on there. But do you have any thoughts about the uh, the banning of Mariah Mills? Yeah. I, um, it was very uncomfortable looking at her Twitter, man, because yeah. once in a while it would pop up on my feed for some weird reason. And um like going to her page, she had like a she had like a million followers and only following one person, and it was Zion. Yeah. <laughs> and you could scroll all the way down her her timeline. Nothing but Zion. Every every tweet is tagged tagged Zion Williams. All the way down, as far as you can go. I'm like, man, this girl is a lunatic, man. Like, I, the, like, and the crazy part about it is, you would have thought Zion probably blocked her and, you know, cut her completely off. He was still in contact with her, like, hey, take all that down, chill. Like, I guess he was still keeping in contact with her. I don't know if he's going to send her a, a wire transfer or what. But, um, like, this dude was still keeping in touch with her, man. Like, I just, I don't know, man. That's, I don't know if he get off on that type of stuff. But that shit was irritating, man. I just, 
Yeah, it was time for her to go once she started tagging the NBA and the Pelicans, talking about I got a sex tape. I'm a, um, I'm gonna release it. I think it's time yeah. to go. Just imagine being the social media person for the Pelicans. And <laughs> you jump on there and you see all of that. That's that's wild. You know what was really funny? I saw before her Twitter got banned. She said that the because there had been news about uh the Pelicans potentially shopping around Zion Williamson, which wouldn't surprise a whole lot of people who know about the NBA. Like this motherfucker's never playing. Why would yeah. they not at least see what's out there? But she said that the trade rumor was fake and they only put that out there to squash the news about her and get her name out of the uh out of being involved with him. <laughs> and she was like, he just bought a house in New Orleans. Why would he get traded? <laughs> like now you yeah. know she got mental issues, man. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. You think players decide? Well, it's the NBA, to be fair. Some have. But yeah. you think players going to be like, oh, I can't be traded. I just bought a house. Yeah, no. Nah. <laughs> like, do you know how he trades ain't, work? He ain't got no say-so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. For sure. Yeah, other people might have that say-so. People like LeBron and all that stuff. Yeah, but, uh, Steph Curry. Yeah. But outside of those two. He ain't, get, dog, he, ain't, he, ain't, he ain't got that much uh, say-so. No. <laughs> he ain't no no trade clause in his contract, man. Yeah. <laughs> so, nah, he definitely gonna get shipped out if they want him out. So, <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny. Um. So, yeah. Oh, oh well. Uh, Mariah Mills is finally off of Twitter for finally. Don't have to see her name trending, hopefully, anymore on that little sidebar because I'm getting sick of even seeing that name. Yeah. Um. Other things that happened this week. Oh, yeah. Uh, speaking of people getting kicked off of things... Babyface has been kicked off of the Anita Baker tour. Man. I guess their beef has culminated because after weeks of Anita Baker alleging that Babyface's fans are attacking her for some back and forth stuff. Well, it's really not even back and forth. It's just all coming from Anita Baker, honestly. Yeah. But allegations that she he couldn't perform one night because she didn't and want him to all come something going over. Honestly. There's a whole lot of I, I I didn't read all all the details, but basically they've been having beef um during their tour, and she's been adamant that it's not a co-headlining tour, it's <laughs> her tour, and he's just featured on it. And it's been a lot of inflammatory tweets and posts from Anita Baker. And she and Babyface finally announced that he is no longer going to be on her tour, and she's been kind of running a victory lap <laughs> about it ever since. Um, and they did say they would refund tickets, but she seems to be happy that he's gone. I think he's happy to just be done with the drama. Mm -hmm. um, but he did just have a good tiny desk, so it ain't been all bad for Babyface. He's been. Uh, he, he did have a great Tiny Desk performance on NPR, which I recommend mm -hmm. you all see if you all haven't yet. Mm -hmm. Also got Tank and some other legendary singers up there as well. So, yeah, yeah Charlie yeah. Wilson got a good one, too. Yep, yep. And Juvenile is supposed to be dropping one pretty soon, too, if he hasn't already. I don't think he has yet. Yeah, But I know they recorded it at least. So I went down a rabbit hole with the NPR stuff with the Tiny Desk. Mm -hmm. And um, I ran across the uh, old as Adele one. <laughs> oh wow! Like this is old Adele. Like I'm talking about um, rolling in the deep Adele. 
when that song was hot. Mm-hmm. And when I tell you the production looked so awful <laughs> during that time, like Damn. the cameraman was, he was like zooming in, like whoop, whoop, like one of those type of cameras. And I was just like, damn, Adele looked super young. She looked raw. I'm like, man, that was a that was an old one. She, I, I wonder, she'll probably never do another Tiny Desk, but no, yeah, but it would be good to have her on there now because this was like early Adele. Like, I don't. Know. I mean that. I mean, if it was early Adele, that had to be like 2007, 2008. It, it was. It, I think it yeah. was. So it, yeah, that's that's. Oh, I'm surprised they kept that up. Me too, <laughs> honestly. Because it popped up. Like I said, I was going through a rabbit hole just looking at all different videos, and that one popped up. I'm like, oh, she did one? I I honestly didn't know Tiny Desk was going on that long. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought it was something um, as of, like, five or six years. But that shit been going on since, like, 07, 08, somewhere around there. Yeah. 09. I'm like, damn. But it was really old. It was still the same concept, which was funny. But... um. You could tell, like, even the camera quality wasn't that uh, wasn't the best, and that probably was the best quality during that time too. But just looking at it now, it just it didn't look that good, man. You could tell she she you know she wasn't smooth in the face. It, it, it like I would I would have cracked up if y'all told me uh, Rich uh, Rich Paul would be dating her if you show me if if you show me that video of her. So. Yeah, a crazy career Adele's had, honestly, man. But yeah. um, the the tiny desk. Um, oh yeah, we're, we're talking about Babyface and Anita Baker. That's right. Yeah. So, what are your thoughts on this whole beef, man? And whose side are you on? I hate to say it, man, because you know this. Uh, she used to always, you know, end the podcast on a good note. When that yep, remember yep. back when we used to play her. Mm-hmm. But. Like, I'm sorry, man. It seemed like something going on with her, man. I, it's hard for me to sit there and say Babyface is the problem, man. I never heard anyone say a bad thing about Babyface. I heard a few things about Anita Baker, how um, it wasn't bad, but it was more... You know how people... You know how legendary people get a pass for being assholes? Mm-hmm. I will always hear that type of energy when it comes to Anita Baker, how she was an asshole and... You know, she do this, she do that. But it's Anita Baker. She got slaps. So, you know, she kind of deserved to be, um, she, you know, she had the right to act like this. And um, I don't know, it just seemed kind of ridiculous, man. Like, like, sure, like, is it that big of a deal that is your tour? There's no co-headliner? Is it like, is it that much of a problem? Maybe I could be wrong, and we talked about this before, you know, people taking sides and, you know, all that stuff. I don't know what happened. Maybe Babyface was being the asshole on the tour trying to say, you know, they're both co-headlining or whatever. But, like, if you kicked them off because more people coming to see him than you, that's, I don't know, man. That's, that's I feel like she might be a little full of herself then, man. Like she should have did it on her own from the beginning, yeah. If she, if she feel a little intimidated, but um, yeah, man, <laughs> I, it was very uncomfortable watching her tweets too, because she tweet very strange, and apparently, yeah. and apparently she was saying all the um, she, I guess she felt like Babyface was gaslighting her and 
trying to get the um his his fans to attack her on social media and all that stuff. I don't even think Babyface is that type of person, man. I don't, he not sitting there talking about some hey, you know, hey the Babyface hive. Please attack her. <laughs> right? Are Babyface fans even online like that? No. Talking th- like they was a beehive. Yeah. I think people just pissed off that he's not on the tour anymore. And they probably had tickets to go see you. So, and shoot, honestly, I wanted to, I, I ain't get tickets, but I wanted to get tickets to see both of them. I kind of wanted to see Babyface a little more. But, um, yeah, people probably pissed off at that. But um, yeah, man, it's it's kind of messed up. It kind of I don't know. We talked about the whole gunner thing, the whole snitch thing. If that have an effect on the music to you, I feel like this kind of have a, a tiny bit effect when it comes to her music. I still like her music, but it's kind of one of them things now that I listen to her. It's just like, man, this girl's an asshole for real. Yeah, <laughs> so I it, mean, it's been. To be fair, it's been really no secret if you've been following her yeah. for a career that she's been an asshole behind the scenes. And social media has just kind of exacerbated it. Um, HRW on Twitch says Anita was going to break Babyface off if he didn't get gone. <laughs> um, yeah, the, the whole allegation of cyberbullying, and I don't even know how this started. I guess it started because one night he couldn't perform, and he kind of said, he, he said that at because he didn't want her to perform one night because she wanted time to do her set. So he decided, he said he wasn't going to perform then. And I I guess she's saying that there was a lot of cyberbullying and harassment and (laughs) threats made from his fan base, and he didn't do enough to stop it. So I don't know. It's just embarrassing to see legends act like this, period, no matter who it is. Like somebody like Anita Baker in your old advanced age, (laughs) you know, talking about cyberbullying, and shit like that. Like, y'all are grown professionals. Y'all should be setting the example for younger artists on collaborating and working together. And it's unfortunate that it had to end up like this, man. Yeah. But I don't know. It's probably for the best. I think Babyface could do a tour by himself with some special guests. And I would want to see that. Me too. So, I don't know. Hopefully he gets something popping on his own. But, yeah, it's just sad to see some legends having still these goofy-ass issues. But, you know, that's just music. Um, Oh, yeah, we could talk about how um, people have been talking about this. Apparently, there is... We've been talking about how it's been a drought in hip-hop in this year. You know, we're almost seven months into 2023, and we haven't really broke down any music if you haven't noticed. And that's because really ain't shit been dropping. And apparently Billboard has noticed this as well because they also noted out that this year, for the first time in 30 years, there has been no hip-hop song or album to reach number one on the Billboard chart. For the first time in 30 years, there has been no hip-hop song or album to reach number one. Is hip-hop dying, Figgy? Are these the end times for hip-hop? Is it finally over? Um, uh, I, can't, I mean, to me, I wouldn't say it's over, but I am concerned because you, I mean, we still have people like the Drakes, the Kendrick Lamars, and stuff like that. 
that could um, drop a hot song or a single and then go number one. But outside of them, outside of the obvious, I don't know who can um, who who would be who is next in line because we always. Um, by the way, we gotta talk about that freshman cover list too. Uh, I seen I seen it drop. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, we we gotta go, we gotta play the game we always play. Uh, who we know. <laughs> I didn't realize they dropped this, man. Now I gotta look yeah. this up. All right. Yeah. So um, we always had the conversations of the obvious, like the Drake's, the Kendricks, the J Cole's, and stuff like that. But we always talk about who who is next, who is the next class coming up. And I don't know who's the next class coming up, man. They tried to paint um, Jack Harlow as the guy. I never really seen it. I ain't really care for him. And um, I don't know. I guess he got quiet. Maybe he's going to be an actor now or a comedian or something. I don't know. But um, I don't know who. I, I think I think it is a little bit concerning, man, because it seemed like nobody really focused on music as much. Somebody like a Cardi B, I could see her getting a number one a song or album, but I don't even think she that interested like that. So, I I do think it's a little concerning. I wouldn't say hip hop is di- um I wouldn't say it's dying, but it is a little bit concerning because I'm wondering how much these rappers how uh, how much or how long they want to do music. Are they just using music as a way to get in and and just you know do other stuff? Or are they really in it, like how Drake and Kendrick and uh, Cole was? Yeah, and I think that's kind of the issue. I mean, Billboard has talked about, and there's been a few articles and publications that have broke down the reasons why. I mean, some of it is streaming and just all those things involved, but also the fact that, you know, there's really no, who are the stars of this generation? You know, Drake is not this generation anymore. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's the highest selling artist, but he's not the new generation of rapper. He's been out since 2009. Yeah. Okay. Kendrick, J. Cole have been around the same time. They're not the new generation of That's rap. an old class. Yeah. Yeah. So who is the new generation? And they brought this up too. The people who were supposed to lead the pack died. You had a Juice World who had the potential, you had an XXX Tentacion who had the potential. Um, and they're gone now. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know who's going to, uh, there's been a lack of, a lack of star power, man. And I think that's one of the issues as well. I mean, there, there are hot rappers. There's rappers who have hot songs. Yeah. But I wouldn't say. Number one worthy. Exactly. Like who's going to take the mantle when a Drake takes a long break from rap? Yeah. You know, if will he, there be if anybody kinda, to fill that hole? Yeah, because, like, you could even say it with Jay-Z. Jay-Z was one of those guys. I wouldn't call him, like, a number one charting artist type thing, but it's Jay-Z. Once he, he took a step back. He's, like, I don't put him in that class anymore. He dropped whenever he want to. And um, I'm putting, I'm kind of putting Drake in that category a little bit now. He's not quite there, but... He's not that type that always drops something every single year at this point. I think he's kind of leaning towards how Jay-Z moved a little bit, where he's doing other stuff. So I wouldn't even put him in that type of category. Same thing with Kendrick. 
Like, I don't know when Kendrick going to drop some, another album again. Like, it ain't even no point in asking. <laughs> so, you know, who is that person? I don't think Lil Baby is that person. You know, some of the hot, some of the hot artists we talk about, I don't think they're in that. Gunner, he's not, he wasn't even in that, I don't think he was in that category when he was, before the snitching stuff. So, I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, um, somebody needs to come through and shake things up, man. I think the sound has also gotten a little old, too. We talked about this as well. Like, everything just sounds the same, man. And we need somebody needs to come through with a new sh- sound and just kind of shake shit up, yeah. you know. But um, I don't know. I think everybody's just so focused on getting on; they want to copy whatever's working for everybody else in general, yeah. and just work with whatever hot producer they can find and hope they get a hit. Yeah. So um, I did find the list of the, um, <laughs> the- freshman class of twenty twenty three. So. Yeah. Right. Let's play the game of who we've heard of. Right. For the 2023 XXL freshman artist, we have Finesse Two Times. Shout out to him. I think we both heard of Finesse Two Times. Yeah, we played some. I played yeah, some music. I, I, I fuck with Finesse. Yeah. Lola Brooke. I heard of Lola Brooke. <laughs> I haven't heard of Lola Brooke. Really, you you heard one of her songs? Go play with it. 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 Probably, I probably somewhere. Yeah, but I didn't. She, I, I I didn't realize. I didn't recognize her name when I read it. Okay, yeah. She she got the. She from New York. Got the deep voice. She only like four <laughs> eleven. Oh Super yeah short. yeah yeah. Okay, let me see. What what songs did she have? Yeah, go play with it. Don't play with it. Something like that. But um. It's like a huge TikTok type type of song too. <laughs> uh, yeah, I probably heard this song. Yeah, it, but it's yes, yeah, all the yes. Yeah, it's one. There's like 20 women out with this type of song right now. Yeah, so. yeah. All right. Um, next one, Rob Forty Nine. I never heard of him. <laughs> Me neither. Friday with two Y's. I never heard of him. Is that supposed to be like? Diet weekend <laughs> Friday. Yeah. Like man, come on, man. Glorilla, of course, we both heard yeah. of her. Too rare. I never heard of him. He, he what's up with his haircut, man? He got that uh, chalk line around his lineup. <laughs> uh let me look at this fool. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what yeah, that's yeah, that's the lineup where yeah. I guess somebody forgot to take that shit off. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, yeah. Next one, Sleazy World Go. Yeah, I never heard of him. Central C. He looks like uh, Pete Davidson. Yeah. I don't know who the fuck this is. Um, Real Boston Richie. So I heard of him. I never heard a song from him a day in my life. But the only reason I heard, from, uh, heard of him, I think, because... I think he's one of the guys that was uh, probably like 12 or 15 years old and some papers came out that he snitched. Oh, yeah, that was him? I think so. Was that the guy that Lil Uzi Vert had a song with and then took it back because he said he couldn't work with that dude? I snitched or something? I think it is. I think it is because I remember that name. And I'm thinking like, who the... I'm like, dog, he was like 14 years old. (laughs) 
That's hilarious. I hadn't heard of him, but I do remember that story. Yeah, I, yeah. Um, sir, first thing I, that popped up is uh, real Boston Boston Richie accused of snitching in paperwork. <laughs> <laughs> is Boston Richie a snitch? <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's not a good way to start off your rap career. So I'm yeah, but, I guess the label yeah. must have just dropped money to get him on. This yeah, list. I about to say he made the list. <laughs> yeah, he should probably change his name. Yeah. Um, La Tyler. Um, I think I heard. I, I don't know anything about him, but I think he he was on the. I actually got one of his songs. I heard. I think. I think he might be from Detroit, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. But um, uh, I ran across his songs because I was like deep in the sticks on on um title, and uh, he got a song called Law and Order. <laughs> And it was, they pretty much sampled the Law & Order beat. <laughs> so it's, it's kind of hilarious, but that's the only reason I heard of him. But otherwise... So you you think, you you faking the funk, you tapped in, man. You I know guess these I people, am. Dog. I guess I am. This is the most you I ever been tapped in. You know all these people. I haven't heard of like not 80% of these dog, people. I feel good that I'm on a roll like this because <laughs> I feel bad that we... We, you know, we some hip hop heads. We, we, we do a podcast to break down hip hop, and we never know anybody on the, on the freshman list. So I, I feel Look, like I'm doing a good job, man. You need to step your game up a little bit. I feel like I'm not supposed to know these people. Okay, I'm sorry. These, these, it's your are job, like man. It's these your... dudes are look. They, they gotta make me pay attention. Okay, <laughs> they're 22 years old, man. It ain't like I'm gonna fucking. How is this gonna come across my timeline, man? Yeah. How, how is Love Tyler gonna come across my timeline? Man? Come on now, dog. You gotta listen to some Detroit music or something, uh, man. You, you know, how, you know how I feel listening to music made for teenagers at 36 years old. Yeah. Embarrassed. That's how Figgy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next up, we got Tia Corinne. Tia Corinne. Um, uh, Tia Corinne. Heard this man, person. You gonna, you gonna laugh at me, man? But I think I actually heard of her, man. She she okay. had, she got one song. Uh, it's called Freaky T. <laughs> and it was like one of them popular songs. One of them popular. Uh, Songs that kind—I of, don't want to say went viral, but um, one of them songs where I'm just like, okay, it's a catchy little, catchy little flow. But I don't know anything else about her. I'm looking at the artwork she has for the freshman list, and I like her um, video game Nintendo flavored shit. She has a Kirby and Pikachu next to a money bag, and Luigi oh, next yeah. to a money bag. So maybe she's a nerd. I don't know. Good. Um, very popular next one, to be a nerd. <laughs> the, the, okay, these names are getting ridiculous. Wait, is this act? This is this his actual name? Uh, oh, wait, no, it's not. This is the okay. It's not. It's okay. DC the Dawn. I thought it was tenth spot winner. Okay, I was okay. like that can't be part of his name. Okay, yeah. Uh, DC the Dawn. <laughs> I never heard of him. Yeah. Um. The way they said winner makes it seem like he won a contest or something. Yeah, like, was that maybe, a fan vote or something? Yeah, maybe he did win. Maybe he did win. Maybe it was a vote for the last yeah. one. He could have been because, yeah, it said contest winner. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe that wasn't the, uh, he didn't, that wasn't just payola right there. Yeah. Payola. But, um, so, yeah, that is your 2023 freshman XXL list. 
Yeah, I would like to hear the uh, freestyles. I don't. I would <laughs> not. Like, I'm, come on. This is going to be like the worst <laughs> cypher yeah. of all time, the, man. Hey, They've the, been bad the, lately. The good thing is they got Pierre Bourne <laughs> on the beats. So maybe <sighs> it could fit what uh, what it is. Now, it's not no DJ Premier. Because that's, yeah. that's where I think they was fucking up, man. They would have artists like this. But then they had like Pete Rock or DJ Premier. You know, dropping the beat where it's just like, man, this yeah, shit. Yeah, like how, how right. dare they they expect rappers to be able to rap? I think they learned their lesson. Yeah, just because you a rapper don't mean you let's can let's rap put you on something that you already rap on. <laughs> yeah, let's slow the beat down so you can use whatever dumbass flow you got. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even have to try to link up. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, this this cipher is gonna be ass. Man, let's be real. Okay. Yeah. Who, who's gonna who who's gonna have the standout verse on this shit? Glow really probably gonna be the most popular because she's yeah. probably the most popular person on this list. Yeah. But uh to be yeah. fair, I don't wanna I don't know the other people as much. I know Lil Tyler ain't I know he gonna be ass <laughs> for sure. But mm-hmm. uh finesse two times can rap. I I I feel like he he could probably put something together for sure. But um, outside of that, I don't know. <laughs> okay, let, let's talk about last year's freshman list and who's still around. All right. Okay, um, let, me, let me look through. Um, Nardo Wick, 2022. Is, is he still uh, around? I don't really hear he, he him He had one much. song that yeah. I heard of. You won't be around next year. Um, Dochi. I still haven't heard of her. Yeah. So, so Fago, I've heard of So Fago. Is he still around? I uh, guess so. I never heard of him. Is Babyface Ray still around? He's still around. He actually, he actually hot right now too. Okay. It's that, it's that whole okay. Detroit shit. <laughs> um, what about Cali with the K? I heard of her. Uh, I, I, I don't know much about her. What about K-A-Y-C-Y-Y, Casey? I've still not heard of this person. I've never heard of that person either. Cochise, I've heard of Cochise. I wouldn't say he's popping right now, but I have heard of Cochise. Um, Big 30. I know never who heard that of, is. No. You won't be around next year. Ken the Man, of course. Yes. Yeah. So, so yeah, Shout out to my popping. girl, Ken the Man. Yeah. She's still doing her thing. I'm just show Ken the Man is still popping, okay? Best yeah. person on this list. Yes. Um, what about B- Big Scar? Uh, Big Scar actually passed. Uh, oh, did he? I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah, he died. I, I want to say it was like a remember, uh, this was the guy, um, the family was trying to get Gucci Man to pay for a funeral oh, yeah, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, so he actually passed. Rest in peace. Okay. Uh, Saucy Santana is still around. She might be like the hottest not. one on this list, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, probably. Or, or, and or Baby he. Tron. Oh, Baby Tron is still around, I guess. But, yeah, man. It, like, this is the new generation of hip-hop. Yeah. Like, who Like who? who, who is here going, is really... Uh, yeah. Of these two years, like, who here is really a star? Yeah, I was going to do one even worse, I guess. Who is here that had potential to have a number one song or album? <sighs> Saucy Santana, probably. Probably so. I can see her having the number one song. 
Saucy Santana probably. Yeah. Uh, but anybody else, I don't know, man. Yeah. Like, it, it, and look, there there are some people that aren't included on these lists because it is political. Yeah. But yeah, but this be, but be, but see, this is like supposed to be like the next class, the next group of people that's taking over hip hop type thing. Yeah. And I just don't see it. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm looking at the 2021 list now. Me too. And he's like, they're, they're people I know. Flo Millie. Flo Millie, Koi LeRae, yeah, DBG, Ruby Rose, yeah. Blast, 42 Doug. But are they stars? Yeah. yeah. I th- they, they do music. I feel like, uh, I feel like Flo, they trying to push Flo Millie, but I don't, I don't know. They've been trying to push Flo Millie for like yeah. five, six, seven years yeah. now. Even Coy LeRae is probably the closest one they, that could be star worthy. But it's it's so weird because it's kind to me it's kind of it's kind of similar to the uh, to the uh, Chloe Bailey conversation, yeah. Where they're they're doing everything to push this person out there. They giving her the features and all this other stuff, but I don't know if people buying into it. So yeah, yeah. I don't know Ruby Rose. I only hear about her on Twitter on, on um, yeah. Instagram. I don't hear no music. I never Ruby heard Rose. a song from Ruby Rose. Pooh Shiesty, he's in jail. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tootsie, I never heard. I never heard of him. Lakia. Um, of these, of these last three years, I guess Pooh Shiesty had the most impact because he had the mask. Yeah, <laughs> like that was the most impactful thing. Not even the song; it was a mask. Yeah, and everybody started wearing after that shit. So yeah, yeah. Of everybody, he's the most impactful of these last three years. Take that how you will. Yeah. So we, yeah, we in a sad um, place, man. It kind of made me sad a little bit. <laughs> I know that's not. I, I know that's not the end all, be all, but like, I think of when I think of hip hop, I think of like the NBA after LeBron retires. Yeah, like it, it's something's gonna be missing, man. Like what? What? It's just, I don't know. It's. I don't know. We we need something new. We need something. We need a new sound. We need, you know, I I don't know what we need, but we need something. Yeah. You know? And even even looking at this list from this year and last year, you can still say maybe it's a little early. Maybe they got to cook a little bit. But I'm looking at the 20 the uh, the 2020 freshman class. You got people like, you got Polo G I mean, is he number one worthy? <laughs> I mean, Rod, Rod Wave. I never did like Rod Wave, but no. But I mean, is he number one worthy? <laughs> you, uh, I actually know a lot of these names. Baby Keem. Yeah, um, Baby Keem. But I mean, that's the Kendrick stimulus package. Let's be yeah, real but is that. he? I mean, but do we have a number one song? <laughs> no. I like I like this album too, but I feel like it's not. I mean, I don't think he's gonna be nowhere near the next Kendrick. Nah. And yeah, I, I just don't see that. You got NLE Chopper. <laughs> I don't I don't know. I don't see yeah. what the hype is behind him. Um uh Lotto. It's funny, her name on here is Mulatto. <laughs> <laughs> Had to change that one real quick. Yeah, that got controversial. Yeah. 
Now, I don't know if she had the number one. What's that uh, Mariah Carey remake? I don't know. If she, I don't know if that was the number one song, but that was probably yeah, her biggest. I would song. say she's a star, regardless. Yeah, like, people. The most people know who Lotto is. Let's be yeah. real. Yeah. Little <laughs> uh, little TJ. Yeah. Uh, Jack Harlow. That's probably the biggest <laughs> one out of this <laughs> she, list. I know, right? For reasons <laughs> outside of music, now. Yeah. Yeah, Chica, uh, Cowboy, Lil' Key. I don't know who that is. Lil' Key died. Yeah, I, re- I remember that. Rest in peace, Lil' Key. Fabio yeah. Foreign. Uh, 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 yeah. I don't know. I, 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 I <laughs> 24K Golden. <laughs> yeah, this, uh, like this. This, this it, It's sad, man. <laughs> it really is, man. Like none of the, like you said, these people ain't, what kind of, to- are they, are these, are the any of these names carrying a torch? I don't see. Not, I don't even see nobody even close to like. I don't like. They not even near what. I don't even see like the next future. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Of yeah. this list, man. Yeah. And future by no means is like it means is like a huge mainstream star. Yeah. You know, he's a big rap star. He's not a mainstream star. I don't even see the the next future. Yeah, or, in this list, man. or even like, like, and this is no disrespect. I don't see a Gucci. I mean, not not Gucci, but I mean, uh, I don't see a uh, like Amigos or mm-hmm. not even nobody in that I don't class. See a Gunna. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even see a Gunna in this list, man. That's crazy, man. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm looking I at, mean, I'm, and I'm not saying these rappers don't have a buzz. Clearly, they have some kind of buzz to even be on this list. Yeah, but it's like I don't see. You know, we're talking about this drought of being six, uh, the first time in thirty years since there's been a number one hip hop song or album. And for clarification, I believe by this time last year there was like six number one singles mm. and at least one number one album. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't yeah. know. It's been, a, it's been a drought. And real quick, we ain't got to spend all day on this. Real quick, uh, 2019 freshman list. Blueface, the baby, Gunna, Meg, uh, YK, Osiris. I don't understand what... I never heard a song from that dude, and he always in the fucking news yeah. for some reason. Roddy Rich, YBN, Corday, uh, Rico Nasty, Lil Mosey, uh, Kamitazine. I don't know. That is. I know Kamentazine. Kamentazine? Yeah. Okay, Tierra Whack. So, like, I don't see nobody getting up to where the baby was. <laughs> like, is it is it the baby coming soon? <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah. Man, um, I, we okay. could be wrong. I don't know. Maybe you got to let them cook, but I don't know. Yeah. Um, and by the way, last year I was wrong. There were six number one albums. Probably way more singles. There were six number one albums last year. There was Gunna, DS Forever, Lil Durk, Tyler the Creator, Pusha T, Future, and Kendrick Lamar. Mm. And so, yeah, I don't know, man. It's uh part 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 of it is just the fact that nobody's been dropping, but also the fact that you know these there, there's a lack of star power in the industry or in the genre right now. New star power, I'll say that much. Yeah, you know. So, I don't know. Somebody got to shake some shit up, man. Yeah. 
Um, maybe last but not least, you want you have any thoughts about the uh, the Home Depot girl that everybody's already over now? <laughs> yeah. But, uh, <laughs> so if you missed that whole thing, if you're not on Twitter all the time, there was a woman who went viral for a selfie she took in the bathroom of a Home Depot, apparently, and she had the Home Depot air of apron, apron on. <laughs> And the caption says something like something every day people tell me I'm too pretty for this job or some shit like that. It was something I'm paraphrasing, but it was something like that. Um, and so it, it blew up. You know, a lot of simps came through and said, why are you doing this? I, I could take you. Your man shouldn't have you working there. I could take care of you. Niggas was in the comments going ban for ban with each other. It was really nasty. Yeah. <laughs> like it was really nasty. Um, she pissed off some women when she made a comment. She deleted this tweet, but she said something like, just happy to show people that you don't have to be selling yourself or something like that. <laughs> you can make an honest living. I'm paraphrasing yeah. that too, but basically that's what she said. Yeah. She said like, uh, I'm happy to show girls that they don't have to be selling themselves. They can make money in an honest way. Yeah. So I guess a lot of the the, the OnlyFans Twitter got upset with that. Yeah, she. I think she got pissed too because I I want to say a blog said um, uh, I forgot what they said. They pretty much tried to say uh, would you, uh, should she make a OnlyFans or something? Something. It was something weird like that. Yeah. So she got mad, made a long post about that. Yeah. Uh, but to be fair. Almost every time I see some random pretty girl go viral for something, like within a few months, she puts up the OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah. I swear it's happened more often than not. <laughs> I remember there was this girl that was this fine black woman who was making like these tick, like they're supposed to be like comedy skits, but they weren't really funny. But everybody was acting like they were hilarious because she's, she's fine as hell. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, she was she was going hard on the comedy thing. But then a few months later, I saw the link go up. Oh, man. <laughs> I saw the OnlyFans, and suddenly she was, like, uh, dancing in bikinis with women and, and some softcore goofy shit. But it was still the OnlyFans, man. I saw yeah. it go up. I was like, well, there you go. <laughs> so, um, apparently, she got, like, ran off of... <laughs> Her city, and she had to move the Home Depot girl. Did she? Because, because uh, she's from she Houston, said, or living uh -huh. in Houston. She was living in Houston. Oh, was she? Yeah, I didn't realize that. Yeah, she said she was gonna have to. I don't know. if She actually moved. She she put up a video basically saying that the attention got too hot, and the, it, it just got too much for her, and she had to quit the job because people found out where she worked and location she worked at. And it, she probably was going to have to move and whatever. I don't know if she actually did. Maybe she was just emotional one day and thought it was too much. But, uh, yeah, man, uh, people really made made it hell for her just for one selfie. Yeah. Kind of blew up her whole world, apparently. So, yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts on the Home Depot girl saga, Figgy? Yeah, I thought it was funny also. I don't think uh, you ain't bring this up, but um, Shaq sliding in I, her DM. I saw the Shaq thing, yeah. Yeah, I, Shaq, I think he's slick, man. He's sitting there trying to say, oh, you know, make sure, keep your head up. Don't let nobody, you know, tell you anything, all this other stuff. And then say, tell your boyfriends I said hi. I'm like, man, this Shaq trying to be slick. But, um, yeah, I, it's funny because whenever I do see somebody cute, I always give them a follow just to see what they're about. But she was a little irritated, man. So I had to unfollow her. 
Like, you know, I, some people, look, man, I hate to be disrespectful, but some people just be so corny. To me, she, like, she was one of them cute girls that was like a bad type of corny. Like, she was, like, she was trying to do, like, she knew she was getting all of the extra attention, so she was trying to be extra with it. Like, oh, I'm not showing my body, or, oh, I'm not doing this, and I'm about positivity. And she was just doing the most, where I'm just like, uh, I don't feel like, I don't feel like seeing this. And, um, yeah, it's funny because, like, I don't think she was trying to clout chase at first. Like, with the, with the selfie, I, I felt like, I mean, she probably was being a little clout chasey with the selfie and saying, oh, people keep saying, um, why am I working here? Da, 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 da. I felt like that was a little clout chasey, but I don't think she knew it was going to blow up like this. So um, I did feel bad for her from that point of view. But the corniness just started oozing out, man. I was just like, man, I got to hit them follow. I don't care how yeah. cute you look. So it was a little corny. It was, like you said earlier, man, all the simps was coming out. I'm just like, nah, man, it's it's over with. I think she, she, she I wish she could have took advantage of it and just kind of mm-hmm. leaned into it a little more and maybe, you know, maybe go under Shaq's wing, I guess. I don't know. It seemed like she kind of blew off Shaq a lot. She first of all, she put his DM out there. I'm like, damn, that's I, I don't think he wanted that. <laughs> mm-hmm. And she and you could tell the way she was responding that I don't I wonder how old she is. Because you could tell she was a little um, I don't want to say childish, but she was just like a, her, just her response to Shaq, um, you know, sliding in her DM. She's just like, oh, thanks. And oh, yeah, you know, hey. Like, like he just saw her in person and said, hey, great job doing this work. And said, oh, thanks, man. It seemed like she wasn't really trying to, you know, capitalize off of that, if that makes sense. I don't know if I'm making sense. Yeah, but. no, I get you. And from what I, the vibe I got from her is like she was probably very sheltered and very religious. Because in the video I talked about, she mentioned like God and religion, like, Every five seconds. Mm. So I feel like she was probably a church girl and very sheltered growing up, probably. Um, so this whole internet thing was kind of probably new to her in terms of like the attention that she got. Yeah. So yeah. So man, I kind of felt bad for her because that that's the good and bad about social media, man. Like that little five minutes of fame can blow you up, mm-hmm. but it also could tear you down real quick. Oh, yeah. So, you just can't take any of it seriously. And it's hard to because people are making all these judgments about your life yeah. based off a damn picture. And look, can we be 100% real with it? Okay, that selfie, she looked good because it was hitting all the angles. She had the right amount of makeup on. But looking at her other pictures, man, look, I got to be real. She was not too pretty to work in retail. Yeah. Okay. And, and to, look, let's be real. There are a lot of bad women there are a lot of baddies, I'll put it like that. I put a lot of baddies working in retail, man. I worked at Best Buy for like seven years. I saw a lot come through who worked there. Yeah. And ain't no such thing as too pretty to work, okay? That's, that's I don't one care of our, who you are. That's dog. one of them old-ass lines uh, Negroes <laughs> be using, man. 
when they at the when they they could be at the corner store and be like, "Girl, you too pretty to be working. Let me take care yeah. of." Yeah, dog. No, that's no. We seen it in Coming to America. Remember in Coming to America? Yes. <laughs> the nigga with the Jerry curl was like, "Hey, why don't you quit this job? Come on, I'll take care of you." That's yeah. a, that's a line, man. <laughs> that, that ain't nothing but a line of trying to get the girl number or whatever. Yeah. Dog, nah, this this woman was where she belonged. Let's be yeah. real, man. Ain't nothing I like, wrong look, with working there. Good for her for not being a prostitute, I guess, because that's what we got to applaud people on now. This is how low the standards have gotten. <laughs> good for you for not selling ass, okay? <laughs> but it's not like she was too pretty to work at Home Depot, man. I'm sorry. Like, yeah. It, it, she she was not no. There's no such thing. Number one, there's no such thing as being too pretty to work anywhere. Okay, yeah. I don't care if you ain't got ta- if you ain't got whatever it takes to be a celebrity or famous at something, you where you're supposed to be. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I, ne- I, I that that was that was real cheesy. Number one. <laughs> yeah, I never understood people. Say, oh, she too pretty to be working there. Like you think. Like, she got to do something. Everybody ain't no star. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, like, what is that? Because people, I know, like you said, it's just a line niggas use to try to get a bitch. But, <laughs> like, do you think that everybody who's pretty becomes famous <laughs> or, or is a model? No. Like, there there are not enough <laughs> enough spots in modeling, in celebrity, in movie, in acting, to for every pretty person to make it. Yeah. Okay. Now, I don't care how fine you are. Like there, there, there's, there's women who are finer than the fine than Beyonce. Okay. Yeah. And they are somewhere working at Chick Fil A. Okay. Yeah. Like, look, that's just how the dice falls for people. Sometimes that's how the cookie crumbles. Yeah. For some people. Yeah. Okay. Not everybody gonna make it. Not everybody has a talent or ambition or will or drive to make it or even try. Yeah. Or just you don't get lucky. Yeah. You don't have the right people around you. But there's no such thing as being too pretty to work anywhere. All right. <laughs> it's funny because you can literally say that about any job. They mm-hmm. could be a teacher. Girl, you too pretty to be a teacher. <laughs> Like what? Like, <laughs> like what did that even mean? So every so so all these other jo- regular jobs, you gotta be ugly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I just and, or in the implication that some rich man should be taking care of you. Yeah. Like how many rich men do you think exist in America or the world? Period. Yeah. That can have a woman just not work yeah. in this economy. Yeah, or a better, <laughs> or a better question is, what do you think she should do if she shouldn't be working? Yeah, like, like what type of job is, is right for a pretty girl? Yeah. <laughs> like, what's the right type of job if she shouldn't be working at Home Depot? Where should she be working? <laughs> nah, she should be living at my house, just laying on the bed all day. I don't fucking know. <laughs> like, I, I, like, oh, like, I, I really hate the old people game like that. I used yeah. to, there, there was a dude, I used to work at this damn Amazon warehouse for a little bit. And there was this dude used to gas up this woman. She was thick. 
She was cute, but she was thick. I, I had a little crush on her. I'm on mid. <laughs> but uh, this dude used to be like, why are you working out? You need to work out. You know, like, like, Doug, nigga, I hate, <laughs> I told him I hate that type of game, man. Stop yeah. saying that shit, okay? Stop. <laughs> She's talking about trying to get healthy and work out. He's like, girl, you don't need to work out. Girl, you look like, just fine the way you shut are. Shut the fuck up with that type <laughs> of bullshit, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, tell you look good, girl. You already too skinny. You need to work out. Shut yeah. the fuck up, man. Get some better game, dog. Yeah, I, I hate the. You don't need to be working. You don't need to be working out. You yeah. don't need to be doing this. Anything that's hard in life, you only be doing it. The work. The worst okay. is seeing it on social media, though. Like, like you said, you see all these simps in the comments. Yes. Oh no. Uh, oh, what happened? Oh, it's okay. All this other just simping away, man. I'm just like, oh my god. Like y'all know she fucking around with y'all. <laughs> it's oh, it's depressing, goodness. man. Seeing the comments and like some of the people who scrolling on a pretty girl's Instagram is like some of the most depressing shit you can see as a man. <laughs> men just embarrassing themselves and it's yeah. like do y'all do y'all really think she gonna entertain some random nigga on instagram that left yeah. a comment my, my really fa- yeah and it'd be it'd be a lot of thirst traps too my favorite ones when they post something be like uh i'm tired of being single boy just look through the comments <laughs> man <laughs> you see a lot of let me take you out on a date oh and, man oh uh, why are you sitting there single Oh, yep. let let I, uh, let me let's let's do this. Let's do. <laughs> uh, you think like dog? This ain't two thousand two, or uh, no, you'd this be ain't happy over here. Yeah, this ain't MySpace days where you can set your status to single or some shit mm-hmm. and try to you know really get somebody. Like, you think she's sitting there saying, "Dang, I'm tired of being single <laughs> with a thirst uh, being a right. thirst trap." Like, come on, man. <laughs> It's depressing, man. It's depressing. But some people are just down bad, okay? Some yeah, people are down bad and just going to take any shot. Just some uh, shooters shoot, man. Some that, That's the Kobe yeah. Bryant game right there. Yeah. I don't care how bad the shot looks, I'm going to take it. Yeah. I don't care how many <laughs> I, don't I miss. I don't care if I got three niggas draped around me, blocking yeah. me. I'm going to chuck th- this shit getting chucked up. That's a J.R. Smith way. Yeah, I could be two for 40. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a shoot. I'm still shooting. <laughs> they don't care, man. But it, it's sad, man. <laughs> it really it, is embarrassing. <laughs> it's embarrassing as a man seeing seeing yeah, some comments. Because we but. sit here all day talking about man, guys don't be the all. But you look at the comments, you be like, damn, <laughs> like it's there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's uh. It's depressing, man. But what can you do? You can't. You can't save everybody. Yeah. But uh, anything else happened this week, man? I think that might about wrap things up for this exciting edition of the podcast, man. Yeah, I think that's it. Uh, anything trending right now before we wrap this up and miss yeah. something big? Let me check the uh, social media accounts. Yeah. Um, I don't really see anything. There was some drama about Dr. Umar saying something about black men again, but I don't really care. Really? Oh, okay, I ain't see that. Yeah. Don um, Lemon is trending. I don't know why. <laughs> you get a new job finally. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Um, know. fuck it. Uh it's hot. That's my last comment. 
It's <laughs> fucking hot outside, man. I'm getting sick of this shit. All uh, y'all motherfuckers were complaining about the cold weather. I hope your fucking bacon outside ass is happy now. <laughs> it's too damn hot, man. No, it's insane. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. You get in the car and it's like a fucking... <sighs> Oven. <laughs> Duh, I'll be feeling like the pain of my ancestors when I get in my... <laughs> like, yeah. that's like, this is how y'all probably felt every day. Yeah. In this fucking sun, man. So <laughs> it is too damn hot. Yeah. Uh, and that's all I got for the podcast, man. Okay? Yeah, that's all I got too. I yeah. ain't got nothing going on. What you doing this weekend? Uh, fucking look, man. I'm not even gonna lie. I'm locked in with these video games, dog. Okay. What you because, playing? Uh, a new Final Fantasy game just came out. Okay. Okay. And I've been playing that. And nigga, dog, it's been too much heat coming out with video games. I, I feel like because I last year I barely played any games, man. And like mm. I finally felt like I shook the habit, and now I feel like Al Pacino in Godfather Three. Just when I think I'm out, they pull me back in. And it's been so many games. I got. I, I've been playing that Resident Evil Four still. I ain't mm. beat that yet. I'm getting close to it. And now I've been playing that new Street Fighter still. And now he just dropped a new fucking Final Fantasy, man. That shit's cracked. So now I'm hooked, man. I'm probably going to be staying in all weekend just playing we, fucking video games. We need to turn away. this into a video game podcast at this point. Dog, I, I'm, I'm willing to, man. I'm yeah. willing to. I was actually thinking about having a, asking somebody to come on for Street Fighter. This dude, he's uh, he's into hip-hop and all that shit, but he's also like a big name. I had no idea if he would accept, mm. but I was thinking about it, but... Yeah, I know you yeah, might. I, I, I would definitely be willing to have uh, some gaming content on here, man, because that's the future. Apparently. Yeah, yeah, they're making money. Making <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. So, there's this new streaming service called Kick mm. that's uh, competing with Twitch, and they're giving out people like $10 million contracts and shit, man. Like, these <laughs> motherfuckers getting man. paid millions of dollars like it's the NBA or some shit. Damn. Like, they're getting paid M's to stream video games. <sighs> Man. Like damn, we gonna have to talk after this. We might have to I'm revamp trying. this. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we already done turned to a sports podcast for yeah. like a month. Yeah, so maybe we got to get a, a gaming podcast going too, man. Yeah, but, maybe maybe we could do like a gaming podcast where we actually have a game we playing sitting there <laughs> and talk and talk about topics. <laughs> yeah, I'd be hey, fuck it, man. That might yeah. be that the new wave, man. That might, but just stream some video games and talk about whatever. Mm -hmm. but, yep. What about you, man? You got anything going on? Uh oh, wait, uh, shout out to my man Dende. He got a um he, first of all, he got an album album out called 95 Civic, I want to say. Okay. Um, it's a dope project. Check it out. And he got a show coming up this Sunday at um Warehouse Live. Oh shit. So I bought some tickets. I hit him up. He he actually said, um, I told him I, we was gonna get him back on the show. I forgot to hit him back, but um Maybe we're going to try to get them back on the show whenever stuff slow down for them a little bit so we can talk a little anime and all that shit. Yeah, yeah man. I'm down for it, man. I'm down yeah. for the, the fellow nerd to come back, man. Yeah, man. He been doing this thing. I felt like he blowing up a lot now, so. Yeah, I see that, man. I see that. He's uh, He definitely got a following, so I've been peeping that. So yeah, yeah, look, so, I'll check that album out, man. Yeah, yeah nice little R&B album. And um, I can't wait to see him in concert, man. It's it's funny because now the concerts I really be going to be like local concerts. Yeah. So like I don't even be interested in the um the big concerts like that. Mm -hmm. But um yeah, man. Salute to him. 
Yep, that, that album is called 95 Civic. Okay. So, uh, Check that out, man, for sure. Pretty good. And like, yeah, with the local artists, like, look, man, you know they're going to show up on time. You know they ain't going to cut the set list short. So there, there's pluses, man. With certain things like, yeah, you, you would want to see a Lil Wayne show, but you'll, you don't want to risk it. Yeah. <laughs> what if you're in a bad mood and just leaves after 30 minutes? Exactly. You just waste your money. Yeah. So, so. Uh, yeah, one thing I like about the local shows, like the last show um, when I went to um, see Fat Tony, mm. it was just like so cool. He was like walking around. So he was like walking around before he performed. And he was like, hey, what's up, man? We we talked a little bit. And then he was just chilling, like mingling a little bit. And then he got out there and performed. So I'm like, damn, this is cool. So, you know, I like stuff like that, man. And plus, Dende, he's super talented. Yeah. Uh, real good singer. Got some real good songs. So, um, yeah, man, it should be a vibe, man. That's dope, man. That's dope. Make sure y'all check out Dende as well. Yeah, this, sun, this Sunday, Sunday man. Yeah, this Sunday at Warehouse Live. Make sure you got Sunday, some Sunday, Sunday. Yeah, y'all ain't doing no ain't football season yet. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> it's dead on Sundays, man. He ain't watching no Astros. <laughs> yeah. So he's <laughs> about sorry too. So <laughs> yeah, I yeah, think they playing tonight. The they, man. I think they playing the Dodgers. I want to say. Yeah, I saw that yeah. shit about Lance McCullers too. I'm like, well, yeah. It's, it's looking rough. Years. No Brantley. Yeah. It's looking rough. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Football season coming soon, though. So yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Anyway, appreciate everybody who came through on the podcast, man. Appreciate you, HRW, Madwan Chemist, Ernesto, and Matt Smith on Facebook. Appreciate y'all for kicking it with us for these uh, past three hours almost. Until next time. Peace. <laughs>